Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Zudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey, good morning, everybody. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did you almost forget? No. All right. What the, I think that every Tuesday there's a like, if he is he ever gonna forget? I'm waiting. Yeah. Somebody can zap him. You know, Zing. The, you forgot with the taser. No. No. Oh, I mean, what? Oh, no. I mean verbal. Wow, you were really cute. the verbal taser. That's it. <laughs> you know, I really love how uh, since we've moved up here to the uh, to the new studios and to the new building, back at the old the old building down at Union Station, and if you had walked the halls. I mean, there were gold and platinum records everywhere and signed guitars everywhere. It really was almost like a museum. Mm -hmm. Like very cool rock and roll artwork on the walls. So they took all that stuff down. And I mean, just think about the histories of the point around for 25 years and Casey, you know, our sister station around for 50 years. All that, all that memorabilia, signed stuff. Yeah. So a lot of that was put in storage and now they're putting it up, all that stuff up around... In the hallways here at Hubbard. Hail yeah. Hubbard. Hail Hubbard. Hail Hubbard. Hail Hubbard. And I don't know. <laughs> some of this stuff is being put in questionable places. <laughs> like I went, to, I went to the bathroom, into the regular bathroom just uh, before the show. And there is like, uh, there's a, a, Boston, a signed Boston, the band Boston poster in the bathroom. And like a <laughs> Faith Hill platinum record hmm. in the bathroom. Hung in the bathroom. What were you doing in the women's bathroom again? It right. was the men's bathroom. <laughs> oh, that's weirder. <laughs> and you're saying because it's in the restroom that that feels weird to you? It does. It does. So in the air staff bathroom, which is right down the hall here, it's a one-seater, just like we used to have at the other place, mm-hmm. the one-seater just for the air staff, it's all seven dust. The band's seven dust. 
their stuff in there. It's funny because if you're going number one or number two, you can still stare at them because of where they're placed. It's like a giant <laughs> poster of the band Seven Dust next to a toilet. And then next to the sink is uh, is, uh, is, uh, is their, their platinum or gold record. Mm-hmm. Mm. What year is that poster from? 1998. Oh, boy. 98 or 99. Now, that's a band that there's a possibility they at some point will be here. Yeah. Maybe in the not-too-distant future. In fact, they're opening up for Clutch. I believe it pops. Mm-hmm. Uh, within the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And I kind of inquired, hey, maybe Seven Dust would be a cool band to get in here and do a couple songs acoustic. I actually was talking to uh, Donnie Fandango about that yesterday. I said, man, it'd be cool to get them in here. Mm-hmm. I love LeJean from Seven Dust Voice, man. That guy's got a good voice. One of my favorite bands of all time. And I've, I've seen Me him a lot. Too. I almost feel like I have, I have a lot of history with that band, too. And uh, I'd love to get him in here. Cool. When is that show? Find out. October 18th. October 18th. So not far off. So if they came here and somebody said, hey, I got to use the can. Hey, there's a one-seater right down the right down the hall here. <laughs> you can take a right and look at yourself or take and a left then, and look uh, at Shania Twain. Is that insulting? I, I don't... I, you know, if it's hanging up in a radio station, it's a good thing, I guess. Yeah, but in the bathroom. <laughs> See, but like, I, we didn't make the hallway, but we made the bathroom, so I guess that's a. Uh, yeah, it's. I think it's one of those things where it depends on really how you kind of look at it. Like, <laughs> and I think, and I think when we first noticed it, somebody was like, "Well, it could be not hung up." Yeah, sure. Yeah, and at the same time, pass the big break but, room with a yes guitar in it. But at the same time, great. It's, yes it's, is great, but yes is great. Yes, it's also it's also very different because it, it would be two different scenarios if it was hung up in the bathroom at a uh, mobile on the run, or a bathroom at a rock radio station. Yeah, but still, a bathroom is a bathroom. Yes, it's where you uh, expel waste. Yes, but it's it's also where we are. Like you know what I'm saying? I mean, like I, I put I put a picture up in my bathroom at my old house, and it's not because I hated that picture. It's just because I wanted some artwork in my bathroom. Yeah, but a platinum record is something a band earned, mm. and a signed, you know, a signed giant posters. You know, it's a pretty cool piece of it is memorabilia. I got a record hanging up in this building, and I had one in the last building. And if I were in the bathroom. It would, my thoughts would skip for a moment and go, do they do this on purpose? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm trying to run the scenario if that were my gold record. I don't know. I don't, I don't know I, how I'd I would feel go, about it. Oh, that's. Interesting choice of. Yeah, I, I, I would probably land locations. on. It could have just been by chance and lottery. Or somebody may really think this is a funny, snarky joke and doesn't mm-hmm. like my band. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's one thing that there's one in there, but there's there's two. There's in there. two. It's like the seven dust bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think we need a it's sign. It's like a seven dust themed bathroom. From now on, that's what we call it. Which bathroom? The seven dust. The seven, seven dust, dust bathroom. Yeah. That's what it's going to be referred to as. Yeah, to. Is that that old school poster? The, yeah. The old, oh, see, yeah, that's Where such a like cool poster. Screaming. Yeah, that it's used a cool to be. Poster. That used to be in like our hallway, our office yep. hallway. It was right a prominent. It was it was prominently featured in the old radio station. You're talking about the one where he's like like throwing his dress that up in the air. Up, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in the main hall. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's what I'm saying. Like that, that, I saw that every single day. Now yeah. it's in the. And now it's in the can. So I see it like four times a day. 
Maybe it's to make you go. You know, that's like you know, if you're having a, an issue, you know, you put the, the water on, it makes you <laughs> makes you go pee. I don't know. I haven't tried it out that way. If I was sitting there, right, it'd be kind of odd just staring at the band. I, <laughs> well, it's like yeah. they're cheering you on. Yeah, go. Yeah, I'm gonna get stage fright now. Yeah. It's like they're looking right at you. Oh, if they come in here and they pass Brad Bradson's, you know, one single that he put out that was certified gold in some country station or something, he's they and they're out in the hallway. <laughs> then they pass and then they go, "What the hell?" Well, I see what they try to do. They try to theme. They tried to theme out what they put in front of every one of the radio stations here. Like there, there's a long hallway here where all mm-hmm. the radio stations are. Yeah, this all makes sense. I'm saying just this the, all makes sense. Some of the spots that are hodgepodgey, if they pass those, <laughs> to go to the bathroom and see yeah. their their whole discography. What do we there. have in front of? We have a Lincoln Park. We have Breaking Benjamin mm-hmm. right outside our door, which is cool. Uh huh. Yeah, Lincoln Park right by the door. There's um, a. Go ahead. I was to say, there's a plaque right up by the front door when you first come in, and it's not even a gold or platinum. It's just uh, congratulations on the success or helping the success of this album. That's the country one I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, that's, that's it's what not I'm even saying. a gold or it's platinum. Like, like no one knows this guy. He's, <laughs> he's had just, one it's a single big thank come you out. Note is what it is. Yeah, it's, it's a, a it's thank a you for playing this one time. You say that he's got one single out, but I guarantee you, it's probably a big name. Brad Bradson? They went. <laughs> Brad Bradson is not the artist. I think it's Brad Bradford. No, they went. Scott, run out, find out who it is. They wouldn't Don't put run, it up there. You know what I'm stretched. saying. Yeah. They, they would put it up there, though. I'm, Not if it wasn't a big name. I'm just saying labels, especially in that scene, they're sending stuff out to radio stations to basically say, hey, remember you played this? Do you play it again? I, I do. I do. I know I know what you're saying about the bathroom stuff. But then again, I, I guess I'm just such a, such a positive have, fella. Also, have King Scott take a picture of the Seven Dust oh, bathroom. Oh, you're falling asleep. <laughs> because just, just for visual, just to put it up on the social. Like movie. I said, I don't think you would be insulted, but I think your brain would go, it would Maybe be, it'd be noted. I think right? it would be, yeah, it would go like yeah. this. I would go, I would go. Oh man, Scott also, I can't believe it's in the bathroom. You gotta remember, oh only, man, at least it's somewhere. Right? Yeah. Who is it? <clears throat> All right, it's Chris Young, and evidently it's two albums. Oh, and Chris a guy, Young. Chris I think Young. I even oh, Chris Young is, is yeah. a huge what's country big, star. What's his big song? Um, the, I'm gonna say it, and you're gonna sing some I ridiculous don't know what you're talking about. song. I had to but say it's his name, Chris Young. But yeah, he sold uh, one million albums. Sold for both of those. His family bought most of that. <laughs> Take a picture, if you would, uh, of the bathroom, the Seven Dust bathroom. Okay. <laughs> He's got one from 2015 that's called not the one I'm, I'm Coming talking Over. About. Yes. That's, that's not even the one I'm talking about. Is that about. a big one? I'm his? talking about the one that's right out here. Are you talking about Sam Hunt? If you're if you're talking about the Sam, the no, one that I you said. No, I know that name. No. Uh, no. You're well, talking listen, about the guy that looks like he got cut from the football team? Regardless, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it was done on purpose as far as putting those plaques to be snarky. Right, to the right. Megan, but, Megan in the chat room says it's like hanging up your kids' report cards in a bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but, all, but all the other kids are in the living room. Yeah. And there's one kid has all of his stuff in the bathroom. Oh, I'm sorry. We're out of room. Imagine going to a different city tone because only one of those guys, only Clint lives in St. Louis. So imagine those guys, imagine you, and you go into a different city and a radio station that you're not personally connected and you're ta- you're to. You're talking about Clint, the guitarist for Seven Dust, yeah. lives here in St. Yeah. Louis. Yeah, and, oh, is, and know, is a friend of all he's of right ours. From us, I, I don't really know him. I, oh, I, dude. I, I don't oh. think I've ever met oh, him. Oh, he's awesome. He's oh, not he's, far he's, from he's, us, Riz. You'll see him. Yeah. I, I saw him I, when I was at the Top Golf. 
a couple weeks ago playing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, like three. Oh, you were there the same night as him? Three bays oh, next to me. No way. And I didn't say hi. Dude, he's he's the I coolest saw his, dude. I saw his postings on Instagram. I didn't want to, I didn't want to bother. Yeah. Him. But I'm saying he knows most of the guys in the station. But I'm saying if you don't and you go into you're in Philadelphia and you walk right. into the radio station that's playing your single and you're walking around and you see all the gold records like usual and you got a couple under your belt and you know that you, your label sent them to there and then you get in the bathroom and the only thing hung up is your stuff you're going to go was this because this is the last spot, or <laughs> this is this is how did it would a program go director really have it out for us? As I'm walking around the building, I'd go, "Damn, they haven't hung a single photo. I, I, we sent them that stuff. They didn't hang it up at all." And then I go to the bathroom. And I'd be like, "Oh, here it is." I'd be like, oh, "In the bathroom." That's yeah. what I'm saying. Exactly. It's here, and I'd but be stoked. Here, yeah, it's noted. Right, make but... sure we post that picture of the Seven okay. Dust bathroom. No and who's who's seven the dust. other one that he's talking about, Scott? Um, I'm not sure because there's uh, Sam Hunt and then the Chris Young guy. Yeah, isn't there? There's another one out there. there he's probably insistent. Is. I don't know. There's a couple yeah. names. Listen, I do want to bring oh, up the Bradson? big story. The big story of the day. Everybody's talking about this. I think nationally, the big national story today. Everybody's talking about it. Uh huh. Soccer stadium. <laughs> Soccer stadium. That's exactly it. In St. Louis, a possibility again. Everybody's. Is that the national story? That's is, that's it. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. This is number six. round six. Ted Koppel did it last night. This is round six headline. for this. And every time it happens, everyone sends me the link. Like, dude, aren't you excited? And I just respond, no. Well, I think I tweeted this out yesterday. I don't want to be hurt again. Exactly. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to hear oh, about saw it. That? I don't want to yeah, be hurt again. I was like, who? Which one of you guys put that? That was funny. I don't want to talk about it, and I don't want to hear about it. I really don't care. I'm to tell you about it, it until the I'm just saying like as far as getting excited because I've been excited too many times yeah. until the players take the field and the whistle blows we're the hollerback city I don't that's believe it that's what we are oh, we need somebody let's go back to St. Louis well somebody brought up again. a good point saying we may get the soccer stadium here before the trolley gets going in New City well, yeah. <laughs> that's a possibility that's a real possibility yes. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> so KMOV, this is from KMOV, and they write, 18 months after uh, people from St. Louis voted no on a bill that would have helped finance a soccer stadium, talks to build a venue to bring an MLS team to St. Louis have resumed. And we had heard from multiple sources that after the vote uh, 18 months ago, it was not a dead deal. There were still going to be talks behind the scenes, not as public as the last time. So they write, a member of the Missouri uh, Governor Mike Parsons' office confirmed with News 4 Wednesday afternoon that officials with Missouri's Department of Economic Development recently met with officials from MLS. Parsons' office did not have any information on a proposed site, stadium plans, or timeline at this time, but did say they're interested in working with developers on a stadium proposal. To me, this says it may not be downtown. If you read on... You will think otherwise. I know what you're going to say. All right. Well, I'm just reading on here. All right. The uh, the 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 failed proposal voted down in 2017 was set to be built just west of Union Station between Market and 64. Long before the Union Station proposal, there were rumors of the vacant lot near the intersection of South Grand and Shoto being a potential site for a stadium. St. Louis University owns the 14-acre plot of land located in the Central Corridor. Another large empty plot of land in the St. Louis area is the former site of the Chrysler plant in Fenton, along Interstate 44. The massive vacant lot was most recently used as a parking lot for attendees of the 100th PGA Championship at Belle Reef Country Club. Now, you, are, you, are you saying this because of the quote at the end of this? 
I'm saying this because of how what Don Garber, commissioner of the MLS, has said in the past. Okay. Well, News 4 spoke with uh, St. Louis Mayor Lada Cruson. And she said, make this quick. I just took a squirt of melatonin. <laughs> <laughs> she said, uh, yeah. This she is put actually down a quote through the baby monitor, isn't it? Yeah, she put down her Tylenol PM and said, huh? Well, wait, she's wrestling. Listen, I can hear her. She said, uh, St. Louis is a great soccer team. I know there's a group trying to bring a team here. We are hopeful that it will come to fruition. It's a complex process, and it's too early to comment right now. Okay. So that's from KMOV. KSDK says the push to bring Major League Soccer is back in St. Louis, and it includes a prominent business family and officials in Jefferson City. A spokeswoman for Governor Mike Parson's office confirmed that an economic official had discussions with MLS representatives this week regarding a possible stadium. Members of the investment team involved in the process that was voted down about a year and a half ago told Frank Cusimano, the sports director over there at KSDK, that broad parameters for a new place uh, for a new plan are in place. The plan involves building a stadium across from Union Station, the same spot as last time. Plan is similar, but with one major difference. And the big one, guys, funding. The new plan has a lot more money behind it and may not need the investment from taxpayers that voters shot down in April of 2017. So where's the money coming from? The money is coming from, according to KSDK, the Taylor family of Enterprise Rent-A-Car. And they have Beautiful. money. All right, so we start a team naming thing now, or what? Is, is this too soon? Oh, it's or? Teamy McTeamface. So, no, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's the St. Louis Archie, Archie McArchfaces. I have seen team team name stuff going on. You have already. Uh, so what oh, is somebody? Yeah. Oh, oh man, well listen, they got a stockpile of them for every time this rumor starts. I like the St. Louis. You don't have a teams. That's a good one. <laughs> now, you know, now there's St. Louis United. Non-voters. St. Louis Saints. I, I read St. Louis, Louis Angels. Hold, hold your houses. St. <laughs> <laughs> Louis. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I like cart before the horse. I like the St. Louis GSWs. <laughs> The gunshot wounds. Oh, oh that's oh. pretty. Jeez, man. I what do you mean, jeez, man? Have you ever been downtown? Thank you. No. Six people were shot in cars in like 48 hours. I think it's, it's safe to say that. Yeah, but sports are for us uh, ignoring life. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the reason I say that, you know, I think it, it, the only way this will work is if it'll be downtown is because Don Garber, the commissioner of MLS, has made it very clear that he is... He loves stadiums in metropolitan downtown yeah, city areas. Like, too. That's what he wants. That's what he wants, but... Well, I mean, it's his decision. I mean, like, well, I mean, I know. <laughs> will, will it come down to how bad he wants a team in St. Louis as opposed to how bad he wants a team in downtown St. Louis? In other right. words, does he want one here bad enough to where he'll let go of... Well, I don't think gonna so. Do it. He's only going to do it if it makes money. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a... Sure. There's a thing in it for MLS. Yeah, he doesn't just Regardless want of Saint where Lewis. it is. Yeah. I'm just wondering not. if he wants one here bad enough. I'm sure he's saying that he wants a team downtown, but in reality, it's wherever it's going to make money. Right. Who cares if it's downtown or if it's in Fenton? I think he does. I really, truly think he does. Yeah, but it's a business thing. Yeah, but I mean, he has made it very clear that he like he wants the stadiums downtown. Yeah, I think that's what he's saying publicly. But listen, it's a it's a business thing. Regardless, hey, it's the discussion again. Yep. 
Okay, here's a perfect example. I've De- already put up walls, by the Detroit, way. Detroit walls. put up a bid for an MLS team, and Don Garber said if they would put a stadium anywhere in, in their downtown area, we would be okay. But they were going to do it at Fort Field, and he said, nope, it's not close enough mm. to downtown. Mm, listen, he's the guy. He's the dude. But we'll see. Believe if he's going to make money for the league, he'll go out. Of it would be listen with if, all the stuff they're if. doing down there at Union Station. I'm just saying it's it's funny that he's the authority on these different cities. And I met the guy; he's very nice, and he's clearly very knowledgeable and really good at what he does. But I mean, if you follow the downtown rule, we wouldn't have Kansas City. We wouldn't have that that success that they've had mm-hmm. out there with That's their entire complex and all that. Philadelphia, so, Philly's the same. Yep. Houston. Uh, New York is not in the city. Well, yeah, I mean that's a little different. That's a- I mean that's over in uh, in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Yep, yeah, Los that's, Angeles. That's a different animal. Maybe for these small Midwestern cities, where are they put it in uh, Memphis is a is it was it Memphis or Nashville? Just got a Nashville. Just got a team. I don't know. Again, the 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 discussion has been jump started again. Yeah. And just think about that Clark Street. Clark Street ending with Ballpark Village and Bush Stadium, and then you got Enterprise Center, and then you got Union Station, and you got yeah. and you got an MLS, an, an MLS stadium. Sports Street. So rad. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, change it to Sports Street. Name Ball, another balls. name another city that has something like that. Balls, bats, and pucks. Avenue. I mean, name another city that would have something like that. Especially with all the improvements they're trying to do to Union Station and overhauling it with the with the aquarium and the Ferris wheel, just a tourist spot, mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. And with the MetroLink going north and south now, oh, I mean we got that too. Think of that. Yeah. And then the trolley it's all coming together. The trolley, they could have the trolley. They run the tracks from the trolley to from U City right there, right into the stadium. Just could, to expand the tracks. Damn it, when's opening day? They could reopen that movie theater. I mean, it's uh, just ready yeah. for it. Where Dr. we were, we should move back downtown. We should guys. just move back down there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. I just saw this article. I guess Columbus was one of the teams. Uh, do they have an MLS team now? Yeah. The so, crew? Yeah. So they, they were talking about how their stadium is not downtown, and Don Garber one month ago said, they must build a new stadium downtown or I'll move that team. Mm. Really? And, and people are saying it will not be any more financially lucrative if we put it downtown as compared to where we are here. And, and Don Garber says, quote, we want all of our stadiums to be downtown. Okay. That is so weird. Yeah. He says, we have that in Atlanta and in L.A. Those are two very busy, popular downtowns. I don't know why he's got a hair for that. I don't know. You put a a stadium wherever, people are going to go to it. I just remember when he was here, like, that was like, he kept saying that. Like, he kept kept hammering. And I know it was because the bid was for a downtown stadium. But I remember him being so passionate about it. And and he and apparently the Columbus Again, partnership that's the, guy. That's the public face. Of, that's what he's right. saying publicly. Columbus yeah. has averaged like fifteen thousand. Yeah. Well, how how expensive are MLS tickets? Oh, oh tickets? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, average ticket price. I don't think it's very expensive to go in to an MLS game. Yeah. And and I love Quite affordable. And every time this pops up, I love how everybody's like, "Well, we already got a stadium that's not being used." Listen, the dome is a little big. It's a little large, that's a- and it's got a roof on it. Yeah. That's not happening. No. Let's see. They're saving the, the dome for every time Taylor Swift comes to town. <laughs> the average ticket price for seats in a supporter section is $378. 
So FC Dallas is right there in terms of their pricing compared All to the rest of the league. I would imagine that's probably season. That's, I was going to say, a season. ticket. My God, oh, I just almost fell out of his chair. <laughs> supporter section. I would imagine supporter section means. Yeah, where tickets. the booster, where the, where the booster sit. They're talking about um, yes. an average single game ticket averages 20 to 25 bucks. Oh, I mean, come on. Yeah, single game ticket for Chicago Fire. Is eighteen twenty to ninety four seventy. So ninety four right, seventy is on where you you're you're a, an assistant coach for the right. day. Yeah, there, there end was a, zone yeah. for end zone for San Jose's team. A single a single ticket is twenty six bucks. It says here yeah. there's a study done by U.S. News and this was last year and it says MLS tickets are the world's worst soccer value. Really, mm-hmm. as far as the game, as, as far, far as, as being what, what you get there, mm. uh, the you know the the stars that you see. And it says it is the absolute worst. Because there was a, and, 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 you know, the whole thing is, all right, we'll put the stadium, hope people come. Yeah, you know, especially after looking at Bush Stadium over the past couple, couple weeks, seeing the empty seats. Although people paid for tickets already. Right. Yeah. What, they just put out the stats. I mean, it was the third, what was the, uh, what the was the stat thing? they put out there? It was the, the, the 11th or 12th consecutive year that they averaged over 3 million or they that they got over three million in attendance. I thought it was fifteenth consecutive. Oh, fifteen. Twenty uh, second time in in wow. franchise history. Fifteenth consecutive season, three million plus. Wow, which is great. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. You buy a hundred dollar ticket to some of those MLS teams, and you're the backup goalie for the game. <laughs> yeah. It says here that so like the Premier League over in England that averages at eighty two dollars and sixty cents a ticket. Yeah. Here in the MLS, it's forty six twenty two a ticket, but it's quality based on quality of play. And it says MLS ranks dead last by leaps and bounds. Like, wow. I mean, there is an extreme separation. If you, this Don Pardo guy hears you, man. It's He's Don, not Garber. Don Garber. <laughs> Don Garber. I think he knows. Well, a survey asked uh, asked Americans. Don Pardo. <laughs> Two thousand Americans, what the most overpriced things are? Like, what are the most overpriced things out there? And you know what was number one? Concert tickets. Concert tickets were number one. See, that's weird. To give a reason? I, they're probably just going by how many minutes you're getting of something versus the dollar amount. But what you're not realizing is you're stealing all their music, and, and, and there's, there's a different trade-off with that. You know what I'm they saying? They didn't give a reason why, but 69% of the people in the survey said that concert tickets are overpriced. I wonder if ticket fees and that kind of vibe is, Maybe. is something that Probably. digs in a little bit. But harder. college tuition and health insurance tied for second. So concert wow. tickets, people thought were being they were being ripped off more than college tuition and health insurance. Does it say ages on this study? Like ages it says 2,000 Americans. I was going to say, you can only see Paul McCartney so many times, right? Paying $800 Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. You know, your tickets to like your Billy Joel, Paul, McC- Paul McCartney, Elton John, where they are like the cheapest tickets, $94 or whatever, Stupid. compared to you're going to go to a show at the pageant and pay you know, 22 bucks. Yeah. So concert tickets, college tuition, health insurance, movie theater popcorn, gas, and then you got tickets to sporting events on that list, car repairs, movie tickets, and cigarettes. I mean, movie theater popcorn has to be the biggest racket ever. I mean, but it's still delicious, and I will it's get delicious. it every time. Yeah. It's delicious. It is absurd, though. What's the average? Like seven bucks a bag? Oh, I mean, you get a small. I remember we went to we went to a movie. This was a couple months ago. We went to a movie, got a small soda. A small popcorn, and I think. Oh, and I got a soda too because I got tea, and it cost me twenty three dollars. Yeah, look at this. The average uh, concession price, and I won't say which which theater, but I'm pretty 
sure they're all the same. One large popcorn, and not even like the jumbo popcorn. We're not talking about the refillable buckets. Yeah, just a regular bag. One large Large bag. Bag of popcorn, two large drinks, $21. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Insane. No, we went to the movies over the weekend. It was, uh, all right, let me get a large popcorn, and the kids want a candy, and and I got the large bag of popcorn, and the guy goes, you know, for another dollar, you can just upgrade to a 50-gallon drum. I'm like, I might as well. (laughs) With wheels. With wheels. And then afterwards, he's like, uh, he's like, you know it's refillable. You want to rent rent the dolly? He's like, is that debit or credit? And you said, "Uh, it's credit. And then he goes, okay, here, let me, I need a sample of your blood, and then your thumbprint, and also I need uh, an eye scan. Yeah, they called in uh, Kevin Putney from the 123 Mortgage (laughs) Company to refinance the house. Ooh, look at this. Movie movie theater popcorn is $1,275. Oh, yeah, that's where they make all the wow. money. Yeah, you hear that. It's concessions. They make money off concessions. My mom was a uh, a manager at, a, at an IMAX theater for many years. Yeah. She says, they don't make any money off the tickets. It's all concessions. Yeah, huh? and, and the best part about the like whole gas. thing is, is you know those stats. You you just read those, that it's a 1,200 or 12,000% markup or whatever. But when you go to the movies next weekend, you're going to go, I'll take a large popcorn. Of course. A large bag of popcorn all in. Bag, popcorn, seasoning, all that, how much you think it costs to manufacture? Three bucks. 37 cents. Yeah. You got to be kidding me. Also overpriced, a car insurance, Apple products, rent, cable, airline tickets, weddings, medicine, hotels, utilities, wine at restaurants, and textbooks. You know, you're talking about uh, the, the markup on popcorn. Gas stations are the same way. You know, we all get upset when gas prices go up and down and up and how does it do it? Oh, the they, gas they're not making, making anything. Crap anything. They're making like three cents a gallon off of gas. Yeah, that's the that's CD. That's their profit. The old, yeah. the old Best Buy CD model. Yeah, it's about you got to go inside and pay, and that hopefully you buy other stuff. Mm-hmm. Three cents a gallon. Yeah, when we, I used to, weren't you guys shoe salesmen? It, somebody was a shoe salesman in here you as well. You got it. Yeah, that's right. I, I was too. And uh, when you learn that you're trying to move shoes, but you're really not. You're trying to get people in for the shoes so you can move the laces and all the crap that's on oh, the Oh, man. Uh, My, uh, I can't tell you how, how much of a, you know... Uh, push they were for that. You got to make sure you push your accessories. Yeah, because with accessories. The, with the shoes, you you know you got to give a bunch of money back to the shoe company and all this. But you sell a twenty seven dollar insole, the company makes about twenty bucks. Yeah. So yeah. they my, pat uh, you on the back. My yep. father in law and brother in law just opened up a gas station. They invested in this gas station on uh, in Jersey somewhere, and I said, "Is this really going to make money?" And uh, quote, "It has a Chick fil A." Okay. Okay. All right. They invested in the Chick Fil A. Chick-fil-A. Wait. So your family now owns a Chick Fil A? Do we get the hookup or what? Uh, no, they, no, yeah. they, they own the gas Sunday. station that's there. So, I don't so do we get free gas? No. So hoping people come in and get gummy. Maybe worms. if you go to Route 80 in Jersey, can we get fa- friends and family <laughs> discount? I mean, if you're there, I'm sure. What about a Crunch Bar? Can I at least get a Crunch Bar? Yeah. Ooh. It has Chick Fil A. <laughs> do they have crushed ice? You're asking dumb questions now. The no, survey also found. No, I'm not. Begrudgingly spending an extra. $229 a month on stuff we think is overpriced. It's like, we're going to spend the money. We think it's overpriced, but we're gonna still, still going to spend 230 bucks on this stuff. There are some things we are willing to splurge on. Quality toilet paper. Yeah. That's number one. Quality. We will pay extra for quality toilet paper. I agree with that. I 100% agree. Never going back to one ply. No. Never. Never. Oh, no. Never. If I could use uh, velvet quilt the, the entire time, if that if my toilet could choke it down, that's what I want to use. <laughs> I don't want to hear that again. If my toilet can choke it down. <laughs> I Let's talk about the velvet quilt, I know, you just, jerk. I don't want to hear that again. Too much bulk, huh? Good toothpaste. We'll, we'll, we'll spend a little more money on good toothpaste. Yep. I just want it to work. Expensive oh, skincare products. Have you used like a, a crazy good toothpaste before? Yeah. <gasps> you don't think that's a game changer? I've been using the charcoal toothpaste. 
Oh, how's that? Excellent. Yeah. Blech. I don't know what I got, but somebody gave it's it to minty. me. It's, it's oh, you got the mint flavor one. It's, it's not like the, the. Is it the one that makes your mouth black? Uh, or does it foam the, up? It's not the powder. No, I'm not saying powder. There's like a paste it, that no, when it, you. It makes it. It makes your teeth black, but it comes. Yeah, I got the Sonicare. The one that I got, the one that I tried, it was, it made my mouth black and it was not mint. It said mint, but it was not mint. And it tasted like somebody took a piece of Wrigley and rubbed it all over the grass and then shoved it in my mouth. No, this is good. This is the truth. And you the, didn't the, enjoy that. No. You just want it to taste good? No, it's not taste good. It just can't taste bad. No, I don't care about the right. taste. I don't care about it tasting good. I just don't want it to taste bad. No. We'll also uh, splurge on expensive skincare products and good shoes and good coffee. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than to be, trying a good thing or a new thing of coffee and getting home with it, and it's not good. We are willing to be ripped off, yeah, for those things, especially the good coffee. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will, quality I will toilet pay, paper is number one. I will pay a little extra for some decent coffee, yeah. like there, like especially like when we were road tripping and we're stopping at a gas station, and I go in and I get the coffee and I take a drink of it, and you know, you go, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I'll stop at a, I'll stop at a, uh, a Starbucks and get a cup of coffee, you know. Mm-hmm. Compared to whatever that was in that gas station, <laughs> how long has this been there? Yeah. <laughs> I, hmm. Is that uh, coffee's kind of thick? <laughs> this was legit. I had to. There was one gas station where I walked up and I put the coffee on the counter, and the guy was staring at the computer, and I had to give the old hello, and hey, he man. popped up and he goes, "Hey." Like what? What have you been doing for the past three hours? What time of day was this? Was it like an overnight guy? Yes. Was it like three in the morning? You know, it's not great when they go. Yeah, just take the coffee. Yeah. It's free. <laughs> it's just, this is free. <laughs> in good conscience, I can't. I can't sell this to you. Hey, do you have any coffee? I don't know. Take Maybe it and good luck. You can check. When did, when did you make this coffee? I don't know. You're the first person that's got it. Cups. It's three days. <laughs> yeah. When they say good luck after you take the coffee, you go okay. Yeah. Uh, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Jeremy Housewright from St. Louis. Yeah. Jeremy, welcome. Jeremy. Jeremy has been a loyal point listener for a very, very long time. He listens to uh, to this show every morning on his hour drive to work as a high school teacher. Good for you, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Congratulations. Yeah. Loves our banter, loves uh, crap on celebrities. You know, we don't say it much, but that's yet another job I couldn't. I mean, legally, I couldn't be a teacher. But I mean, that's that's a tough job. Oh, that's a tough we job. We have never have we ever said anything different. No. I say, God bless every one of you. Yep. Taking care of those monsters every day. <laughs> he says this is the only show he listens to on his drive to work every morning. Well, thank you, Jeremy. Jeremy Houseride from St. Louis is the team Riz member today. Gets its super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. The Rizzuto Show on 1057 The Point. Welcome back. Our phone number, 3146Walker. 3146Walker. I don't think we're ever getting the dude lines back, by the way. I thought about that yesterday. They're just hoping that we forget. You know I what never forget. Like, oh, they, they gave it a nickname, Six Walker. We're in. We're fine. We'll never forget. Yeah, I remember. There's like, there's like, <laughs> no, it's crazy. There's like an issue. Like, it's it's almost like they're holding it captive. Not uh, Not the company. But the phone, like the company. phone company, is yeah. holding the nine six nine dude I, number hostage. I think the last I heard was like we could still keep dude, but it would be a different first three. That's and, fine. And so what? I don't know. Yeah, 
That's fine. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, that phone number is iconic. Yeah. Don't take that from. Don't take dude from us. Are they, what, ransom? What do they want? I don't know. I gotta, what are their I demands? Gotta, I gotta look. We and will see. not negotiate. No, we will negotiate with terrorists. Maybe, maybe they have incentives to push this Walker crap. Whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever that's connected. to. Three one four six Walker. <laughs> uh, cameras, chat room, one zero five seven point dot com slash Riz on the socials at R I Z Z Show. Uh, your emails. We'll get to those in a second. Riz Show at one zero five seven point dot com. John Patrico is here later on for Craigslist Freak of the Week. You Three brand new ads for you. It's uh, this week and then two other weeks of new ads, and then it's playoff time. I mean, it's oh boy, it's getting down to the end. To the it's end, a, guys. It's, it's anybody's uh, plaque, really. Anybody's game. Yeah. Reviewing yeah, that, a couple of the uh, past champions. Yeah. Well, the quarterfinalists and and some of the people we've had recently. Holy cow! How is this gonna? How is this gonna go? I down? don't know. It's gonna be a I tight race. I don't know. Uh, before we get to the emails, I'm not sure how much more, uh, you know, through the looking glass you could get than this, but an insightful essay on the social media generation and their existential drama was just published by the official Twitter account of Steakums. <coughs> of, sta- of Steakums? Steakums. No. Which, now you're listening? Which, uh, Stop that. I'm you know kidding. Steakums. I love Steakums. Which yeah. are delicious. What steakums. are they? What are they? Again? They're like the the they're, if they come in the frozen food, it's like uh, you make like Philly cheesesteaks out of them. They're super. It's like thin. the super thin slices of steak. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had them. If you saw, like, look up steakums. If you saw, you I mean, you'd know the packaging at least. It's a package you'd never forget. <laughs> steakums are delicious, and by the way, um, if you look at the ingredients, not bad. Really? Yeah. It's not all like gym mats and stuff like that. <laughs> It's not like steak and gym mats. Yeah, but you got to make sure you get steakums because they have imitation steakums that are literally just like a thin layer of asphalt. Yeah, I've definitely never had these. You Delicious. Have, you you I mean, got to try them. I've heard the, uh, but, the, uh, the brand name. Apparently, and again, I'm saying, Steakums Twitter account just put out an insightful existential essay on the social media generation. Apparently, a lot of people tweet at Steakums looking for a conversation or validation, which prompted this uh, this kind of tweet storm yesterday. And I want you to kind of pay attention to this because I think it's very, it, it's very insightful. And this is from the Steakums official Twitter account. And here's how they begin. Why are so many young people flocking to brands on social media for love, guidance, and attention? I'll tell you why. They're isolated from real communities, working service jobs they hate while barely making ends meet. And they spelled meat, M-E-A-T. I see what they're doing there. And are living with unchecked personal slash mental health problems. They're crushed by student loan debt, disenfranchised by past generations, and are dreading the future of our world every day for mass media addiction and the struggle to not just be happy, but to survive this chaotic time with every problem happening at once under a microscope. They grew up through the dawn of the Internet culture, and have had mass advertising drilled into their media consumption. Now they're being resold their childhoods by remakes and sequels, spinoffs, and other cheap nostalgia, making them more cynical to growth or authenticity. They often don't have parents to talk to because they say stuff like, you don't know how good you have it. And they don't have mentors to talk to because most of them have no concept of growing up in this strange time, which perpetuates the feeling of, Helplessness and loneliness. 
They have full access to social media and the information highway, but they feel more alone and insecure than ever. Being behind a screen 24-7 has made them numb to everything, anxious and depressed about everything, and vitriolic or closed off towards anyone different from them. Young people today have it the best and the worst. There's so much to process and very few trusted, accessible outlets to process it all through. So they go to memes. They go to obscure obs- uh, or, or absurdist humor. They go to frozen meat companies on Twitter, <laughs> period, end rant. That's really funny. <laughs> That's kind of deep. Yeah. Um, I, I looked up what uh, the ingredients of Steakums is. It's all the trimmings. Yeah, I was going to say, you it's said everything. it's not that bad. It's not that bad as far as nutritional content, but if you look in... If you look up what are steakums? Oh no! You probably don't want <laughs> oh, to. No. Chopped and formed emulsified meat product that is comprised of beef trimmings left over after the animal is slaughtered and mm. all the primary cuts. Such now, as when we say beef trimmings, that's a that's a big umbrella. Ste- steakums is the is the is is dark bologna. It's steak bologna. <laughs> after the ribeye, the f- fillet, and the tenderloin are removed, it's what's left over. That's what they I'm talking uh, chemicals-wise. Uh, no, it's beef. If you look at the, yeah. on the that's, website. That's all I was saying. Listen, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's, you know, you're not getting quality. <laughs> it's a shame that thousands upon thousands of people are going to miss out on the facial expression and the, the body language that Patrico just did when he's like, yeah, it's dark bologna. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, I'll tell you what, it's dark bologna, but I'm still going to eat it. Because I eat regular bologna, I'm going to eat dark bologna. It's delicious. Now, I'm talking about just the chemicals, the fillers, whatever. It's steakums. Yeah. And you get what you pay for. It has steak <laughs> right in the name. <laughs> and mmm, which is the sound it's I make after I eat it. Mm. Which is why is I think. Is there a question mark uh, after mmm? Damn it. I always associated. beef. I think I always associated the name with dog food i mean dog, dog like dog treats it sounds like a dog treat doesn't it we eat steakums all the time <laughs> my wife just heard us say that i just got the text no more steakums that's it and then here's something from grubstreet.com in uh, 2012 and the headline is new lawsuit reveals the world's grossest meat product mm-hmm. steakums on there no way is steakums on there oh this this oh, what is it this it says man. it's probably steakums <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Wait, is that the, is that the same article? I just read one where at the very last thing. No, that's not it. There's one that says. They got a good Twitter account. There's one they that got says, a great Twitter account, and what they wrote is pretty profound. It is. By the way. It is great, and especially the way they ended it. Oh, here it is. This article called "This is by far the most disgusting steak product that Americans eat," and at the very end, all it says is "steak." Um, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it for me. <laughs> you ain't going to eat them anymore? Oh, oh, I don't know. It's delicious. You text the wife, get rid of all the steakums. Before I, I don't think all. we have any in our house. But I'm not a, I'm, mm. I might have had them in the past and it's, damn it. Guess the same guy. Hey, Jeff. Be your own person. <laughs> do you, hey, do you know who the creator of Steakums was? It's a guy named it's Gene Gagliardi. Carl, Carl Steakum. No? And uh, he also not only invented Steakums, but he also created popcorn chicken. That's neat. Yes, it is. Huh. Uh, let's get the word to, gag uh, in his, uh, in his <laughs> Gaglioni? He's <laughs> <laughs> got the word gag in his name. I don't think he should be making food. Jeff, emails. Sure. Uh, this is Garrett, podcast weirdo, talking about the wedding etiquette discussion we had recently and firing people Yesterday, from yes. your wedding party as well. Well, there was an article in the New York Times, and it was, um, I guess they had spoken to an, a, an etiquette expert, a wedding etiquette expert. And one of the things was, can I fire somebody that's uh, in the bridal party? And they basically were like, ah, I mean, if you, 
If you want to lose a friend, right. I mean, yeah, sure. Well, he is, well, I'm sorry, he got married in June, and he had a good buddy of his who uh, wanted to be in the wedding. He is a hefty fellow who uh, we knew might not fit into formal clothes. The former wear shop where they got their stuff assured us uh, that they uh, can fit Louie and Fred Bird, so our minds were at ease. That's this guy's. So they could fit a Louie and Fred Bird costume yeah. with, a, with a tuxedo. Right. So we're cool. However, I eventually had to tell him he could not be in the party since he could not fit into the suit. And he says in parentheses here, the shirt would not even button. Oh, my God. So we, he was bigger than the Louis costume? I guess so. I, oh. bet, I bet that's a 450, mm-hmm. maybe 500-pound guy. Wow. Says it sucked for someone who is as non-confrontational as Patrico. Just wanted to hear your guys' thoughts. Love the show. Well, that's a tough conversation. Garrett. I mean, yeah. do you have to match? I mean, I guess so. And if he's not matching, it's going to make him stick out even more. You know it, I mean, make... if you're over 500 pounds, you're sticking out well, as yeah, it is. It's sure. hard to hide that. Right. Can't you get a moo that looks like a suit? <laughs> that was Moon. That's, what? That don't, really don't was good working stuff. with you, Scott. It really was. Wow, that's pretty rude. Yeah, man. That's pretty rude and ignorant <laughs> and of you. And surprising. Not sure <laughs> God <laughs> would want you. that. It's not very Christian. That's a, that's a tough conversation to have. It is. Like, hey, man, watch you in the wedding party. Oh, cool. Thanks. Oh, man, we can't find a tux that fits. Which is very surprising to me because yeah. I've seen, I've, I've DJed weddings where there have been massive dudes in suits that were the same suits that everybody else in the wedding mm. party was wearing. Maybe try a big and tall and get a similar looking suit. Yeah, yeah but still, it's not going to match. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oof. I don't know. And this other, this tuxedo place didn't have any suggestions as to where to go? I guess not. And that's Very after strange. assuring them that's that they weird. could take care of it. Yeah, with all the shipping options out there. Let's see. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm going to go. You know what you do? You go all nude then, just to make him feel Yeah. Better. Yeah. All nude wedding. I'm going, yeah, I'm going to where tough. we got our tux, and I'm going to see how, how big they go. What's the question? What will we do as yeah. far as? I want to hear your thoughts. I, I guess know, if he's a good friend, if he's do. a good friend, then who cares what he's wearing? And you know what? Yeah, he would he not kind of know? No, I know, but I mean, at the same time, who cares? Yeah, I mean, it's your good friend. Right. You want you want you know you're you're friendly enough to be having him in your wedding party. Who cares what he's wearing? What's what, what's more important, him being in it or or, or him matching. not matching? You know, who cares? yeah. Just do the simple thing and have. Maybe two guys wear same color suit and, you know, whatever. It doesn't even matter. Just change sounds it like to your, me. He's part of your life. Me. He's part of your wedding party. Who cares? Need to call off the wedding, obviously. Obviously. Yes. Next. <laughs> uh, hi, gentlemen. Riz was recently talking about the use of CBD oil. Thought that was interesting and could help me out maybe with a few health items. I'll tell you what. For inflammation, it's supposed to uh, really... Really help you out. There's a lot the of benefits. Things. Yeah, a lot of benefits. Uh, I ordered some and told my husband. Uh, his response was, "I think Riz is your Oprah." <laughs> I thought. Just Riz wait till my list this. of favorite things comes out. Well, he just he, uh, this this uh, this is a uh, team Riz member Katie, and she says uh, we're waiting for your book club and your favorite things list is well. coming out. Yeah. <laughs> no CBD. I mean that's a, that's a thing. It's 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 hemp oil without the THC. Right. Uh, pain relief. Yeah. Anti-seizure properties. I know. I have not. Uh, I have not had a seizure since I since I started taking it. Combat anxiety. It fights cancer. Reduces the risk of diabetes. Helps with your sleep. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's just 
off the top of you know that's yeah not it's even hemp really oil yeah do I mean do your research on it I mean uh, it's 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 hemp oil without THC right so it's not going to get you high yep so I went to a I went to a website where you can rent like a a, a big chain men's warehouse mm-hmm. the men's warehouse website they have pants that go up to a seventy three inch waist damn and they have shirts that have vests that go up to four X but they have bibs. That can go up to an 8X. Wow. And then as far as coats, they go all the way up to a 70 long. What You said 73 for the biggest waist? Yeah. What, what was your big? For comparison, what was your biggest? So when I was at 398, my waist was 48 inches. Oh, my gosh. Wow. 73. 73. Yeah. So they, listen, they that's could accommodate. Like, yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. That's what I, and, and, and listen, that's probably in your basic black pants, black jacket, white shirt, black tie. Yeah, you know, they're not going to have that, all the options. They don't not, have It's all not going to be stuff. a modern fit gray, you know, or light gray. or It's not going to be that. Yeah, this is covering you up, right? This mm-hmm. is, you are in a suit. Yeah. You look decent. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Next. Uh, this is Brittany. I've heard on the point that Rizzuto got his nuts clipped. That's Brittany's words, not mine. Okay. I'm wondering, I'm wondering where. I'm assuming down there. Uh, (laughs) She wants to know where to send her husband. I can't remember for the life of me where it's South County Urological. And I went I went to the office and said, I'm here for my nuts clipped. You got my nuts clipped. Where do I go? What room? What room do you do the nut clipping in? Yep. Is it this one? Do the left one over here in this room. P.S. I effing love you guys show, especially Freak of the Week. Keep on rocking. That's today. Today's your day. (laughs) Where do I go to get my nuts clipped? (laughs) South County Urological. That's the the place. Next. To the nut clip doctor. Uh, Hey, guys. This is Natalie. I love you guys and how you joke around with one another. I can't help but laugh when Riz starts laughing. It's a a one-of-a-kind. I love listening to Freak of the Week and Real or Fake. Keep up the good work and making STL awesome. With happiness, Natalie. So that's two women in a row, huh? That yeah. like us. I think uh, so. Did I mention this on the air? My wife's on some kind of West County uh, moms page on Facebook that's like a group. And they were discussing uh, morning shows. Oh, boy. They were discussing radio morning shows on this West County moms page. And uh, my wife's on there. And, and uh, yeah, they were going back and forth as to, you know, some of the different shows and the in the area, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody brought up our show. And one woman chimed in and said, my husband loves that show, but I hear they're misogynistic. They're, they're women haters. Ugh. Okay. And a lot of the other women on that, on that Facebook group pounced on this woman. Said, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You've never obviously listened. So the woman said, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. Yesterday, this woman found my wife in the group and said, I gave your husband's show a listen. I love it. Oh, look oh, at that. Nice. Oh, cool. That's great. There's nothing I more volatile totally, than saying I hear. Totally, totally wrong about what I, what my, my perception was. That's great. I'm telling you, and, and, and the people that I've heard say things like that, like we're misogynistic and we're women haters, all they hear, and th- and this is not a joke. All they hear is that we do real or fake, and they immediately go, yep. "Those dudes hate women." And then they listen to the show, and they go, "Oh my god, I'm going to submit." Can't be anything further from the and, truth. Yeah, and yeah, it's 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 super far from the truth. 
But that's what they hear. That's all they well, hear. And, and you have people like Natalie and Brittany who are evangelists. Mm-hmm. Who, and, and they're they're like in the group going, hey, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Give it a listen. Yeah. I just saw the ratings, yesterday's ratings, and I get the breakdowns. And, I mean, our women numbers are great. Hmm. I don't great. think that's a surprise to any of us. No. But no, other people no, it no. might be a surprise to. Does it say if they're single or not? <laughs> That'd be great. God, you're such a pervert. What? Wow, man. Oh, fire just, today. People just, have uh, shaken their head. trying to not, not get some. <laughs> people That's have shaken their head at you three times. Now. <laughs> you just got a picture you go, go, wow, man. Ever since you took a picture of the seven desk poster in the bathroom, you've been a totally different person. Just in radio, just changed, to not nah, get laid. Just a changed man. He's a changed man. Just a changed man. Yeah, it, it was great. This woman found my wife on there and said, and 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 directly messaged her. And my wife had not. I was telling my wife to post different radio like shows in there just to mm. throw them off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like with the last name Rizzuto. Like, I oh, mean, I love the Casey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, thank you, ladies, thank you, everybody for your emails. It's 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 great. And for listening. And, and for listening. You know, kudos to her for, for giving it a shot. Yes. That's a, that's a great open mind there, especially after what she said. Mm-hmm. To give it a shot anyway, yeah. Love you. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Uh, John Paul Vasquez, I don't know if you guys know the name. I didn't necessarily know the name, but I wasn't sure who he was. He's passed away. He was an actor on uh, Sons of Anarchy, 48 years old. He played Angel in season four. Angel. Sounds Uh, familiar. Well, uh, he was in uh, many, many other things. Cause of death being investigated, but multiple reports say found dead in his dad's home, supposedly heart attack. Uh, he was on Sons of Anarchy, ER, NYPD Blue, 21 Jump Street, also in, with uh, Nicolas Cage in that uh, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. I don't know if that would, because mm. I can't imagine a huge role. Uh, but the guy oh, was looking at a, this picture here. I don't. Wait a second. That's the. We just talked. Oh, wait, that's not him. Is that the guy you're talking about? Uh huh. That just passed away, yeah. Okay, when I look it up, for some reason, the other guy. The David LaBrava guy keeps oh, yeah. popping up. Yeah, and he a, was in the news. If there's another one, there, there's going to be a oh, Sons of Anarchy curse or something because mm. one of the guys, another guy died and another guy's son passed, like teenage son committed suicide. I think that was David LaBrava. Okay. All right. Well, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Nice. Speaking of Mr. Cage, by the way, Nicholas Cage did an interview uh, and proved to us all that he isn't, well, like all of us. He talked in a recent interview about what it was like to walk around with face bandages and missing teeth. There's a movie called Birdie. Anybody familiar with that movie of his, Nicholas Cage, Birdie? You know how he's very much a method actor, right? Like he's that guy that gets into the role. And, yeah. Uh, th- this is him talking about getting into the role in Birdie. The first time I did something like Uber method, I, I had baby teeth. For some reason, my teeth wouldn't come out. The adult teeth wouldn't come in. And, and uh, I was doing a movie called Birdie. And I was playing a character who was a Vietnam veteran who had been blasted with shrapnel. The character was in bandages, and I refused to take the bandages off. I was in bandages for three months, and I didn't want to see my face as in the normal visage. I wanted the bandages at all times. You say visage? <laughs> I knew you were going to stop. A visage? This the normal visage. Okay. The normal visage. I wanted the bandages at all times. 
And I also had my two baby teeth extracted because I thought that, which I had to do anyway, so it wasn't psychotic, but it, it did give me a sense of <laughs> disfigurement and pain so the new teeth could come in. But what was interesting is that I would walk around outside with these bandages on my face, with these two missing teeth. And the way people would look at me, I'll never forget it. I learned so much about society. It, there was cruelty, there was laughter, there was mocking, it was extraordinary. And that all, you know, went into the character. Uh-huh. Because you were walking around with bandages yeah. on yeah. your face and teeth people missing. looking at you going, is that Nick Cage with bandages on his face? <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect? Or I you put on a tiara really, one day and I really started hurt? walking around and everybody made fun of me. Crazy. Like, are you really hurt? Or, you know, what's going on with the bandages, yeah. Nick Cage? Uber method. My visage. My visage. Yeah, I mean, that was you, in 1984, though. Like, he wasn't really he wasn't known a known then, guy. Right. He wasn't a known guy. Yeah, but uh, I'm I just going to say oh, yeah. that I am a method actor as well. Mm-hmm. See, this is a character I play every day on the radio. I'm an a-hole. <laughs> and I walk around like that all the time. Nailing it, dude. <laughs> you Nailing are it. committed. <laughs> day one. Day one for inmate number NN7687, otherwise known as Bill Cosby. Tuesday night, he arrived at the uh, State Correctional Institute, uh, Pennsylvania's State Correctional Institute at Phoenix. It is located in Collegeville, about 30 miles northwest of Philly, okay? So he'll be housed there until he's transferred to state prison, facing 3 to 10 in prison. Uh, We mentioned that there's no way at all that he's going to be put in general population. But a spokesperson said uh, that is the goal, would be to integrate him him into general population. Quote, he'll be there on an entry basis as we determine what programs he's eligible for. This place has got a little over 3,800 beds. Every inmate is given a uniform. Every inmate is given toiletries, linens, towels, and boots. And he's being confined to a, uh, a cell nine foot by 12 foot right by the infirmary. Every day at 6 a.m. They should give him a sweater. Yeah. Every day at at, uh, 6 a.m., he is expected to stand and be counted along with everybody else. Breakfast at 7, lunch at 11, dinner is at 5 p.m. He is allowed phone calls and visitation and the opportunity to exercise. And if he wants, he can earn money doing laundry or work in the shoe factory. Mm. A little different life now. I sent you an email about O.J. Simpson Mm -hmm. uh, giving Bill Cosby some advice. Right, right. Uh, he can also take classes, uh, custodial maintenance, carpentry, restaurant services, and warehouse operations. And he's also required to attend sex offender treatment wow. while he is in there. O.J. Simpson says uh, that uh, Bill Cosby should uh, kind of sort of watch his back while he's in prison, for sure. All right, here's uh, O.J. I'm sure that we guys protect him, but they're going to have to put him in protective custody because it takes one nut, you know. The problem is the nature of the crime. You know, rape is frowned upon in prison. and uh, But with his health and his age and the nature of the crime, there's not a warden in this country who wants the responsibility to have a Bill, Bill Cosby. Well, I can see he's uh, hunting for Nicole. I guess he's on a fairway. That sounds yeah. like... Uh, while hunting for the kill- Nicole's killer. That sounded like a par four, I think, is where he was. <laughs> That's a hot take, the best, by the way. Oh, you're going to prison. You should watch your back. The best... He was like, uh, he was either loading his clubs onto or back That's into a his, hot take. Back into his car. Uh-huh. And they pulled up and you could see, the, you know, they got the camera going. They go, OJ. And he turns around and looks at the camera and you could see on his face, he has that slight moment where he goes, ah, damn it. They got me at the golf course again. Like, no, I get in the back of it. Did like, you see yeah. the video? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was he really at a golf course? Yes. You got to be kidding me. No. I'm, 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 <laughs> I was only making that up. Shocking, no. right? <laughs> Unbelievable, and you know when OJ's giving you advice, you know things have kind of gone off the rails. He's just making shit. Listen, he's just checking every fairway 
on every golf course in this country, making sure Nicole and Ron's killer isn't there. Here, look. Have, to have you up. checked the sand traps? I don't know. <laughs> I'm pulling up the video right now, and you will see that he is clearly 100% just kicking it on the golf course. All right. So, yeah. I, I, and like I said, I don't know if, if the if the look on his face was like shock and dejection, like, and oh, they caught me on here. the course again, or, oh, God, I don't want to talk to absolutely anybody. But he's either and, – and you can't tell from the video if he's putting the clubs in or taking the clubs out. But there he is. Oh, there's OJ at the oh. golf course. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was – that looked set up to me. No, he had no that look. They, the guy pulled yeah. up. How and, could he, as O.J. Simpson in a public parking lot, a guy with a camera gets that close? Oh, man. He had that, oh, man. Yeah. Come on. I know he wasn't that good of an actor, but still. Might I say, I know he's a murderer, but he looks, O.J. looks pretty good. O.J. Yeah. looks, O.J. looks healthy. I don't know. So uh, here come all the rumors about what's going on in prison with, uh, with Bill Cosby, according to Radar Online, uh, he's already been assaulted by another inmate. I don't believe that. You don't believe that someone threw a stale hot dog bun at him? You don't believe that at all? Hey, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't believe that he supposedly told his wife, uh, and then he called her from the joint and he said, get me out of here as soon as you possibly can. <laughs> And he also said, quote, they took my cane, my tie, and my shoelaces because they think I will harm myself. And he well, I believe her. that part. I mean, that's like being in jail. That that's is what it. they do. That's what they do. Uh, Judy Dench is here for her good friend, quote, unquote, Kevin Spacey. I was just talking with somebody the other day about if I was a Hollywood actor or actress, I would not say a word about any of this stuff. Because all it's nothing good comes out of it. And this is Judy Dench, possibly, too. She believes that accused sexual assaulter Spacey should be given a second chance. She's 83, by the way. She hated that uh, Christopher Plummer replaced him and all the money in the world after the sex assault stuff came out. Quote, I can't approve in any way of that fact. Whatever he has done that you then start to cut him out of films. Are we to go back throughout history and anyone who has misbehaved in any way or who has broken the law or has committed some kind of offense, are they always going to be cut out? Now, cut out of films, it wasn't a film that was completed, nor put out. Are you going to extrude them from our history, she went on to say. Nobody's doing that. That didn't happen. He was cut out of a movie that wasn't out yet. That was not completed. See, and this is one of my points, and people like Judy Dench saying this stuff. It's not, nothing positive can come from this. She also says, and this is the thing that gets me, I don't know about the conditions of it, but nevertheless, he is and was a most wonderful actor. You start this comment by saying, I don't know the conditions of it, but I'm going to comment on it anyway. I don't know. And he's a good friend, she said. I can't imagine what he's doing now. But she's still all in for hashtag me too, calling it an extraordinary moment of change. Uh, and th- would this, how would this resonate today? Elvira was 17. She moved a lot. Of course, we're talking about Elvira because Halloween's coming up. Mm-hmm. Elvira was 17, moves to Vegas, and became a showgirl. Immediately caught the eye of Tom Jones, Elvis Presley. Oh. They spent the night together. Again, she was 17. She says it was innocent. I think he liked them young, she said, judging by Priscilla Presley. He was going through a divorce with her at the time. Uh, But you have to remember, I was underage, she says, which isn't technically. uh, Nevada, I believe, 16 is the age of consent there. Mm -hmm. So nothing did go on, except for some kissing. Now, if you take a 17-year-old now and whatever age Elvis Presley was then now, and a 17-year-old just goes, ah, there was just kissing. 
All hell would break loose, right? Creepy. Yeah. He was well, vi- he met Priscilla when she was underage, too. Yeah. This was uh, right around 1970, by the way. I believe. Look look that up. Look, look up how old Elvis was when he... Or look up how old Priscilla was. I mean, she was a teenager. She did go on to say he was very sweet and gave her some great uh, showbiz advice, which was take singing lessons and get the hell out of Vegas. Mm. So... 14. 14. Elvis Presley met Priscilla when she was just 14 years old. He was 10 years older and already a huge star. The two married after eight years. Wow. So he waited eight years to marry her, but they met when they were 14. He was 24. She was 14. Well, I mean, are you saying there was a relationship going on? Are you saying they just met and happened to meet when she was 14? It says they met when she was 14, and after an eight-year relationship, they got married. That started when she was 14? Is that what you're saying? That's what that would lead, there, lead me to believe. What, that's what I'm saying. Like, That's the way that reads to me. sentences here. Elvis Presley met Priscilla when she was 14 years old. He was 10 years older and already a superstar. The two married in 1967 after being together for eight years. Hmm. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Uh, Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, two guys, the main guys in Kiss, obviously, uh, are supposed to be... Um, those two guys that have gotten along for 40-something years in this band, right? They've been I doing mean, it forever. Supposedly, they get they, along. I mean, do they get along, or is it it's a business thing? We're partners in this machine that is KISS. You know, we're not calling each other up every night, right. but we've maintained this relationship, and it's been successful. And they've maintained it over all these years, and through, I'm sure, good times and bad times. And one of those, I mean, I'm sure this is fine, but Gene... Gene Simmons started a uh, solo tour in Australia earlier this month. And uh, on stage, it's not great audio, uh, but he, this is him taking a shot at Paul Stanley. I, uh, I don't have that. You don't have the Gene Simmons one? No. Oh, it was in there, bro. Well, regardless, it's not uh, right now, so just tell me what he said. He said, quote, I'll sing everything because my voice always works. I don't lose my voice. I don't lose my voice, Paul Stanley. So, Paul is asked by Rolling Stone about that, and he acted like it didn't bother him at all. He did manage to throw in a little jab back, and he says, quote, he's out having a great time. I had the Paul Stanley stuff. Oh, you do? Okay, go for it. So Paul Stanley responds? Yeah. Okay. Gene and I have been together, I think, 47 years or, or, or something around that. So, look, he's, a, he's out having a great time. He's, he's doing these, you know, most of them are free concerts, and when he, he charges... Tickets. They don't sell a lot of tickets, and I'm sure he's trying, <laughs> oh my God. He, he's trying to keep it light for the, the couple hundred people or whatever. And we ha- we have a bond that uh, is enviable, and and uh, the, this is uh, this is family. We can snit all we want, and we can take little pot shots, but at the end of the day, yeah, it's cool. Nobody would stick up for. For him more than me, and vice versa. Yeah, it's busting balls. Yeah, except for the sticking up for each other thing. That's kind of, of our relationship too, right? It's it, well, that's busting <laughs> balls. We can bust you know each other's balls. Yeah, they're just doing it publicly. Listen, I, but I know Paul Stanley doesn't. He, he knows he can't hit the notes he used to hit. Right, and he, you know what? He even talked about, hey, you want to hear my voice like it used to be? This is what he says. To you that. do come to terms over time with your own mortality, and if you want to hear me sound like I did on. Kiss Alive, then put on Kiss Alive. <laughs> That's great. You know, hear me in the past, listen to my recorded voice in the past. Yeah. Voices change. I, I did it once. Give me credit. And uh, finally, Dave Grohl did an interview recently, and he talked about his uh, pregame ritual. 
and uh, what he does just before the band gets on stage. And this is pretty epic, so hold on tight here. Girl pops three Advil 90 minutes before the show, probably to prepare his body for what I'm about to tell you. Then, quote, an hour before the gig, I have a Coors Light. 50 minutes before the show, he shoots some Jaeger, finishes the beer, opens another beer. Now there are people everywhere, so he's trading more Jaeger shots with the masses in the room. He finishes that beer, opens another one. Now it's 20 minutes before showtime. He has four or so or shows so shots so far, three beers. 15 minutes before the show, everyone clears the, the room for their private time, which, by the way, he says is BS. They don't need private time. <laughs> the rest of the band had been drinking champagne and white wine, so he makes them all do shots of Jaeger with him as well. So now he's five or six shots in. And plus the however many beers. He's and feeling loose. Time to hit the stage, so he grabs another beer, opens it so he has a cold one when he goes up on the stage. Plus, whatever's left in the Jaeger bottle, he shoots down. He says wow. he does this before every single show. That's why he's not afraid of God, <laughs> because of what he puts his body through every day. And he also says, kids, don't do drugs and stay in school, which I thought was I pretty love funny. That. That's, That's a pretty uh, epic pregame ritual for him. You know, I was reading, you ever read that website, crack.com? been a while but i've been there they got some good things on there they just recently had an article about uh bizarre real life demands from celebrities it's like the backstage rider Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. which i always find find fascinating yeah so aretha franklin got paid in cash which is a holdover from uh earlier in her career when ripping off black performance uh, performance was extremely common so aretha franklin began demanding cash payments up front or she would not perform and they have a picture of her on stage she would carry the cash in her purse and take it on stage with her. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what else was there? Whenever Queen were feeling a bit annoyed before a show, they would demand their opening act keep the noise down so they could get ready without distractions. Wow. <laughs> uh, let me see what else was there. Uh, oh, Samuel L. Jackson. This is some uh, actress, too. He loves golf. In fact, he loves golf so much that he has the option to go golfing twice a week, included in all his film contracts. Jack White provides his own guacamole recipe (laughs) for backstage. Uh, Oh, Queen Latifah has a no death scenes clause in her movie contracts. She started asking for this when she realized that being killed off meant she could not be in any sequels. Pretty smart. Bring me my own guacamole. Uh, Christina Aguilera really hates traffic. Her tour rider requires a police escort where under no circumstances will she encounter any delays due to traffic. CeeLo Green's backstage demands include red M&Ms and vodka. Uh, Dustin Diamond, our buddy from Saved by the Bell. When he goes somewhere, his room must have four bottles of water, four Red Bulls, two pints of 2% milk, two pints of chocolate milk, four 20-ounce Pepsi or Coke, and a six-pack of Michelob Ultra. Do we think he's still getting that? No. No, I don't think so. Uh, what else was there? Uh, don't forget some of those outrageous ones from musicians and things are to make sure that the uh, the riders are red. Production rider is yeah. is actually being read. Uh, while on tour in North America, Adele explicitly forbade serving her North American beer. No North American beer. Huh. And uh, Rihanna on her 2010 world tour. She had to have archipelago black forest candles. If the promoter couldn't get these, they had to contact Rihanna's people ASAP to find out which candies, I'm sorry, which candles were her second choice. Wow. Mm. Must be nice. Yeah, pretty impressive. 
Uh, today's crappy, uh, today's birthday's meatloaf is 71. Avril Lavigne is 34. Lil Wayne is 36. Brad Arnold, lead singer for... Three Doors Down. Is 40. Gwyneth Paltrow, 46. Uh, Stephen Jenkins uh, from Third Eye Blind is 54. Mark Marin is 55. And today's Burton birthday of the day. Let's just let the audio do the work. Okay. Diabetes, diabetes, oh. diabetes, 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 testing supplies. How old is, uh, supplies. How old is Wolford Brimley? Let's fashion a guess. <laughs> well, we know he's got diabetes. That's established. He's looked like he was in his 80s mm-hmm. since the 80s. The 80s. <laughs> 91. Jeff wrote down 91, Moon? I'll go 92 then. I'll no, I'll go 90. 89. Wilford Brimley, 84 years oh, old. Wow. Damn it. Supplies. Boy, he is. Diabetes testing supplies. Young. <laughs> <laughs> Younger than we thought, huh? Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Cytheria. And today's birthday girl has been punished more than a teen breaking curfew in 441 fine films, including Anal Surprise Party. Biggs and the Beauties, Daddy's Darling Daughters, I Need Some Alone Time, also in Who the Hell is the New Girl, and who could forget her unforgettable role in Oops, I Should Have Told You That Happens. I I didn't. What? Cytheria is 37 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Yeah, she's got a particular set of skills. You are correct there, sir. And I know of her works. Yep. Happy birthday, Riz. It's David Keckner, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show right here on 105.7 The Point. Do you get it? Hi, welcome back. I'm sure this is helping your your headache today, John. John Patrico's here. Hey! Hey, Next time you dance, you gotta tell me. I gotta film that. You gotta film that, yeah. What's that? You dance. That dance, you just did something awesome. I think, uh... John here is a little hungover. Yeah, not, go, not hungover. It's just, you know, a little bit tired and don't feel good yeah. after drinking. You're not yeah. hungover. Your exact words when you walked in here is like, my head hurts and I'm a little woozy. Well, that's being hungover. That's being hungover. I mean, oh, no. Not, you had a couple cocktails John. last night, John? You a couple it. cocktails last night. Your eyes aren't open. Like, that's how I know that you are legit hungover. Nah. Your eyes aren't open. No, nah, maybe just tired. You and uh, Mama Patrico hit the town last Mama night? Mama Patrico and me went out. To uh, Canetto's restaurant with the, oh on the hill uh, on the nice. hill with the great place two man. of her ex cold workers you know I have to tell it David Allen and Butch hey I David have to and give Butch. him a little you know a little David and Butch yeah you know he's always calling Tone every time Tone get me some Elton John tickets Tone get me some <laughs> every time there's like a big huge show that like you know is ridiculous to get tickets he he would text me or he'd call me. Uh, you know, they, get me they, on the stage? Uh-huh. When they announced, like, uh, I think it was when Billy Joel came to town, he was like, hey, I need uh, Billy Joel tickets at least the first five rows. I'm like, okay. what are you doing, man? Yeah, no, that's I haven't like, been to Canetto's in a long time. Oh, I mean, the food is tremendous. So there. great. You just block out about three hours out of your life and enjoy the, all three it hours. Is. I man. mean, it was, oh. 
Whenever I somebody says the hill, boom, that's the first. Place. Is Canados is Canados the place where you like you wait in the room before you get brought uh-huh, in? Okay, uh-huh. yeah, it's what, been a while uh, since I've been What did you drink last night? What is a it drink of choice? My what is my choice of drink? Seven and seven. Yeah, yeah, that's it. How many you have? <laughs> I think seven. four. You know, and, wow. And, and, okay, here's and the four, deal. Did they look? Hold on. Four. That's Tell it. Me, did they look more like Sprite or did they look more like tea? They look more like tea. Every time we go to like a wedding. If we're at a wedding and he orders a seven and seven, and you know how they pour at weddings, that he gets handed the drink and he looks at me and he goes, "Holy Christ!" I'm like, you know, "What?" He goes, I mean, "This looks like a diet Pepsi." I mean, I'm, I'm learning that whenever I order a drink now, it's tall. Oh you know, yeah, I like it tall because mm-hmm. it could help it out a little bit more. Wow, there's some liquor in there. Dang, there that's the goal. How's it, How's Mama feeling today? I, I don't know. She was still asleep when I left. The last oh. time the last time that I saw my mom hung over was it was on Mother's Day when I was like, Oh no, that this this past year she got hung over because she was at a wedding and saw sauced up. But before then it was on a Mother's Day and she was, I mean, on the couch, oh. cold rag on her forehead for the entire day. I just don't feel good. Mother's Day, believe me. I've got. I think well, it's a sinus infection. I saw you guys. Uh, I saw you guys at the baseball game on I, Tuesday. It's been a very active. We need to s- stop things. I mean, <laughs> stop. Ha- stop having fun. Oh, the I Matricos mean, are out and about. Baseball I games, dinners with friends, drinks. It was. It was nice to see them. Yeah, we saw them at Purple Stride on uh-huh. Sunday. And then ran into him at the baseball game on Tuesday. Look at you last night out at Canetto's. Yeah, I know. Boozing it up. Keeps you young. Look at you kids. It's us. Crazy. Crazy kids, huh? Uh, John is here for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. we got that coming up. Three brand new ads in a little while. Right is now, it some me or news. Is it just the bites are real bright. You it's turn just it down you. A bit? It's, it's just you. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. And, and actually, I think he is correct because he is like completely washed out on the cams because his lights are so bright on him. Oh, I, I'm fine. An employee at the, uh, at the Rockwood School District has been charged with two counts of statutory rape and two counts of sexual contact with a student. 24-year-old Devin Rhodes charged yesterday. He worked for Lafayette High School from uh, November 2016 to May of 2017. He was a hall monitor, and he worked both during the school year and during the school summer program, and then he was working at Marquette from August of 2017 until he was charged. But uh, at Marquette, he worked as a uh, student resource assistant. The superintendent of Rockwood sent out a statement to parents saying that as soon as they got the information, they took immediate action. Devin removed from all duties and is prohibited from being on district property while everything's being investigated. And according to investigators from the from the county, St. Louis County, and Wentzville Police, the incident with the student happened at Lafayette High School and at the student's home in Wentzville. I saw this story last night. Did you see his mugshot? Young guy. Yeah. So they're, so they're saying it happened at the school. Like they I'll did something at it the school. At the school gotcha. and at this this girl's house. So police say that Devin had sex with a 16-year-old female student uh, in the school resource officer's office and the boys' locker room at Lafayette. And the alleged crimes happened in 2017. Wentzville police charged him for having sex with her twice at her house in Wentzville. So two drivers in South County say that bowling balls were thrown at their cars while they were driving. Two separate incidents 
a couple months apart. Uh, one woman said that her car was hit while driving on Tess on Ferry. This is on Friday. She said the guy rolled a bowling ball across anywhere lane and hit her car. Oh, so not like threw it off an overpass or no, anything? Rolled, rolled it into it. The- wow. Rolled it into her car. She said she was targeted and thought the guy was trying to carjack her, which I don't know if that makes much sense. If that you is the case, <laughs> if that is the case, then they better go and question Pete Weber because that's a hell of a toss. If you are throwing a bowling ball to target one person to to carjack them, well, it, it was it was at night um, and tests on ferry. I mean, it's not it's not it's not a highway. Yeah, I get it, but I'm still you know what I'm saying. I mean, that's a moving vehicle. You got to time it out right. If you're trying to she use said that, that, he like walked towards her car. And kind of rolled it. Rolled it. Front end damage she had to her car. Okay, so he was in front of her. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that makes sense. I I was thinking, and I don't know why, but I was thinking like he's on a shoulder throwing it towards the side. No, it looked it looked like she had front end damage. Gotcha. Wonder if it was just a way just to distract her. Like, oh my gosh, what's going on there? And then carjack. Yeah, is that kind of what she was thinking? If you're going to try to damage your car and then carjack it, that doesn't make much sense. Just true. Well, unless you are just a criminal that needs to get from point A. I need to get from Tesson Ferry to downtown. I have no other way but by stealing this car and doing so. I mean, about 600 bucks worth, uh, 600 bucks worth of damage. So I don't know I don't know what's what's in his mind. Somebody says, this. must have been a rough night down at uh, League at Concord Bowl right down the street there. Well, back in June, a guy says something similar happened to him while driving south on 55 right before Mattis Road. Another driver threw a bowling ball at his truck, shattered his windshield. And uh, county police said their department has no reason to believe the two incidents are connected. Damn. Yeah, that's scary. You guys know where the uh, CarMax lot is in St. Peter's? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, a couple more on teenagers tried to steal some cars from there the other day. It's actually on Monday morning. Tried is the word. There was a, a comedy of errors here with these dummies. Apparently, it's a lot tougher than they thought it would be. About 3.30 on Monday morning, security company called the police after seeing these dummies on the lot. And uh, three of them, 14, 17, and 19, the ages. They'd gotten into the CarMax showroom and started uh, started up a 2016 Lexus and a 2014 Jeep Grand Cherokee. The only issue is, all right, now we're in the showroom. How do we get these cars out? Right. <laughs> now what? <laughs> so the one in the Jeep tried to plow through the showroom's window, but he hit another car and lodged the Jeep in the window frame. <laughs> Meanwhile, another kid hopped into a 2015 Mercedes and was headed off the lot when it got stuck on a concrete parking barrier. And cops got to the scene within minutes, within minutes of the security company calling them. They nailed the 14-year-old right away. Uh, the two others bolted. Within 20 minutes, they got the 19-year-old. And a couple hours later, they got the, uh, the other one, the 17-year-old. The 19- and 17-year-olds were charged with burglary and stealing a motor vehicle. The 14-year-old sent to family court. And listen, they wound up causing about $175,000 uh, worth of damage. Damaged cars, damaged the building. $175,000. Not the first time somebody's tried to steal vehicles from there either. Yeah, what was there was a story about that place. It was a couple of years ago, and somebody broke in, and they tried to take two like challengers or two chargers. Or oh, something. they wrecked them immediately, and and they they drove out of the lot, and they went to go left, and they wrecked them like they they, they like smashed them. Damn oh near God. killed them. Uh huh. Wrecked them. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yes. <laughs> that never gets old, by the way. It really doesn't. I uh, got a uh, meat recall to tell you about. Pay attention for those of you who shop at Aldi. Oh, boy. Uh, more than 132,000 pounds of ground beef recalled last week because of E. coli. Meat was sold to Target, Sam's Club, and they're saying uh, Aldi stores in Missouri. Cargill Meat Solutions issued the recall back on the 19th. Cargill is the company. Cargill Meat Solutions. Hmm. And the beef products, and there are a whole bunch of them. So you have to, if you, if you have this stuff in your house, mm-hmm. go to go to one of the websites to see what exactly, how they were packaged. But uh, they were identified after an investigation into an E. coli outbreak, which had 17 people getting sick. One person died since August 16th, according to the USDA. Each person had eaten ground beef supplied by Cargill Meat Solutions. And the concern is that that people, you know, bought the meat and then just put it in their freezers. Gotcha, yeah. Like they bought it maybe a couple weeks ago and just toss it in their freezer. Right. Throw it away or return it. But it's got a uh, produced and packaged uh, June 21st date. I will look for sure. You you remember specifically the details from that first CarMax uh, robbery that happened September of 2016. They stole a box truck from the place next door and then drove that through the gate. Oh, yeah. And then it was a guy in the car and a guy on the motorcycle. And they went opposite directions. Motorcycle caught in St. Anne. The guy caught in the woods in O'Fallon, Missouri. Right. Okay. Yeah. But it was the box truck that they drove. So what right was the, the one gate. that? What was the? It was someplace else. There was. It was that was in the same area. Somebody stole a car from one of those it dealerships. Was like, it was like a Hellcat. They stole like a like a Dodge Hellcat. Right. And, imme- and wrecked and it immediately. immediately wrecked. Uh, police in St. Louis County are warning people of uh, of a guy attempting to, if not has done it already, burglarizing homes. And the guy was involved in a burglary in the 1300 block of Summit Drive in Fenton on Tuesday. And there's a picture of this guy. See if we could put that out there on the socials. So the same guy in the same truck, like a pickup truck, pulled into a driveway in the West County area on Sunday. And he was caught. He was caught on video. After a couple minutes of sitting in this driveway, you could see him on camera. The guy wraps a towel around his hand and goes to the front door of this house and then leaves. And his picture's out there. So anyone with information or maybe video surveillance of, of something similar happening on their property, please call the St. Louis County Police Department. I found the other one, too, the other with the Hellcats. It was three teens, came from Kansas City, 16, 17, and 14 years old. And they got into three different Hellcats and didn't make it a mile before they lost control and wrecked them. Wrecked <laughs> <laughs> them. Damn, Damn near killed him. Hey. You're right. It's funny every time. It really is. <laughs> and the reason they got caught is because an employee was driving home and saw headlights in the parking lot and went, what the hell? And went to go see what was going on, and the cars took off mm. and then crashed. Damn. Hey, guys. More good news from downtown. Uh, people are all pissed off and want answers after a bunch of cars were broken into at a city-owned public garage. Great. On Pine and 7th. And I think this is one of these garages that has a lot of levels. Pine at 7th, all the cars broken into on Tuesday afternoon and night. And apparently people pay 115 bucks a month to park there, to park in what they think is a secured garage. You said 1500 bucks a month? 115 bucks. 115. 115 like, bucks Damn. Mm. Yeah. 
One woman, I think she was interviewed on Channel 2, said uh, she notices the garage door being wide open when it's supposed to be locked at certain times. It's almost as if nobody gives a crap. And the city treasurer said the city will do their best to increase security. They're going to try to limit after-hours door access and install more security cameras in all levels of the garage in the next 30 days. They didn't say whether they're going to um, compensate the people whose cars were broken into. That's they haven't said whether they will? No. No, I know the police went around and put flyers on windows saying, don't leave your valuables in sight. Right. Is that one of the, would that be a place like a parking garage that has a sign that says, hey, we're not responsible? It's a city-owned lot. I think that's the whole issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Post-Dispatch is reporting that the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, will officially sign off on a final plan this morning to clean up the radioactive waste at uh, the Westlake uh, Landfill. Oh, nice. Over there in Bridgeton. Yeah, but it, the plan is, is different from one talked about earlier this year. And that it's going to cost it's going to cost thirty million dollars less. It's going to finish up a year sooner. And the EPA says that the plan includes digging between eight and twenty feet down into targeted spots to take out waste over a four and a half year period. But thirty percent of the waste is still going to be left on the site. Mm. So they're not taking it all out. They're taking most, most of it out. That kind of sucks because when you know the, on the surface when you said that headline, I was like, oh, cool, all right, we finally got a re- you know resolution. Yeah. They're doing something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's something's better than nothing. Yeah. And man, if you haven't seen that Atomic Homefront documentary, have you seen it, John? No. And you guys were up in, in that area, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to have them watch that. I think it's on HBO On Demand. It's got to be. They don't have that. I- I'll find it for them. Really? I, th- I thought that was an HBO thing. It's not on. Uh... No, no, no. I'm saying it. They don't they, have, we don't have uh... HBO. Yeah, you wouldn't be hungover right now if you hadn't. Been too close to that landfill. Is really? I don't know. You sure about that? Was documentary. Today's gonna be the day he's gonna slap you. I'm just letting you know that's a fair <laughs> warning. Yeah. What you talking about? He's gonna slap we're, you. We're, we're buds. Hey man, how are you they doing? They just shut that over there. That's nice. Yeah. See. Yeah. It's like two sides coming together. Yeah. That's because he's drunk. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. He's still drunk. And I'm the one who's gonna get slapped. So. <laughs> uh, and finally, locally, somebody stole a mail truck earlier this month from the Imperial Post Office. Why is it just because you want to drive on the right side in the passenger seat? There That's were some, a- <laughs> there were some cool looking vehicles. Uh, the thing is still missing, and the U.S. Postal Inspection Service is offering a two thousand dollar reward for info leading to an arrest and conviction. So they're saying that the truck was stolen sometime between the evening of September 11th and the afternoon of the next day, and the person who <laughs> stole the truck was last seen driving around Arnold. <laughs> just driving just, it around. I gotta see you're go, at a, go you're, somewhere. You're at a stoplight and just a, 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 a forest green mail truck pulls up next to you and the guy goes, Wait a minute, did you steal the I didn't steal it? I don't know what you're talking about. This ain't a mail truck, this is green. This ain't a mail truck. You nuts? I'll call the police if you have any info. That that two grand could be yours. Uh, cruising around, picking up chicks. All right, hey. that's a local story. <laughs> Freak of the Week, we, had that, we got that coming up. Don't forget, tonight is the uh, big finale for the Big St. Charles Motorsports uh, Bike Night events. 
It is going to be huge. This is the one where we decide who's going to be on the cover. We got the girls inside the calendar. Now we need the cover. Yeah, we'll find the cover girl tonight. This is when elbows start throwing. It's going to be a gorgeous night out, too. 70s. Clear. Starts at 6 o'clock. Free food courtesy of Shamrocks. DJ Patrico. I know Lux will be out there. Myself and Jeff. It's going to be fun. So tonight, 6 o'clock. Big St. Charles Motorsports. Uh, Big, uh, Big St. Charles Motorsports for the bike night. Remember, everybody's kind of making fun of uh, the president for saying that Hurricane Florence was going to be very wet. <laughs> it was just the way he said it. It's well, going to be very that windy and very wet. He wasn't wrong. Now, just how wet was Hurricane Florence? According to the NOAA, the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, Hurricane Florence produced an average of 17.5 inches of rain over five weather areas. The only U.S. storm to produce more rain in the last 70 years was Hurricane Harvey back in actually last year, 2017. And a meteorologist for the NOAA says, that's a lot of water. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I know there's still videos coming out of uh, some of these uh, rescues from Hurricane oh, yeah, Florence. See the one, one with yeah. the dog? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I saw that yesterday. Mm. You know, by all accounts, it's hard to make uh, good money driving for Uber or Lyft. So at least this sounds like one good way to squeeze some money out of them. Uh, Lyft just announced a new promotion where they will pay people not to use their car for a month. They're offering the deal in 35 big cities around the country, including St. Louis. And you could register on their site and they'll, they'll pick 50 people in each spot to ditch their cars for a month and get approximately 500 bucks in credits. For other types of transportation, like trains, bike sharing, and of course, lifts. It's different in each city, too, depending on what their setup is, their public transportation mm-hmm. setup. Did you read the St. Louis one? Uh, I, no, I didn't get into the specific St. Louis one. Did you read it? Yeah. Yeah, for, for, for St. Louis, it's technically $375 cash value, and they give you $300 lift ride credit and one month STL Metro Pass, which I believe is the bus and the... The Metrolink. So let's say you were to get it. Like, let's mm-hmm. say you were picked. If you go to ditchwithlift.com, L-Y-F-T.com, if you want to sign up for this thing. And if they pick you, you'll have to stop driving on October 8th. But that see, for somebody like you, that would not be that would not be good. Nope. Because you can't get to work that way. So say it wouldn't work for me either. Yeah, you, it wouldn't work for you either. Yeah. Or myself. No, but some some city slickers, uh, like like Video Ben, you know, because he lives down in the city, loves living down in the city. He does the bird scooters, he does the line bikes, and all that. This might be perfect for him. If, if I was still, yeah, but he's got to come out here. Every I was day. well. But, I'm just saying, like if he if he was using the Metro Pass for everything he did there, and then lifted to to and from work. I it mean, my work. If if I was still living at my Tower Grove apartment and we were still at Union Station, this would be yes, perfect that for would me. be perfect. Because I would park my car and I would do everything else that way. Can I still use the Oats bus or no? <laughs> I don't believe <laughs> that is part of the plan. That's part of your other pass. You're out. But does, does Metro bus go out here? <clears throat> I would um, think. go out to Olive, I would think. I know some do, but I mean, if obviously for us, if we're talking time-wise, this would be rough. Uh, at this point, uh, speaking of... Uh, Technology and stuff. At this point, you're probably used to buying pretty much anything and everything from Amazon. Everybody here got the Amazon account? Mm-hmm. Yep. John, you do? Oh, yes. But once upon a time, 
You went to Amazon and entered your credit card for the first time. And you might not know this, but you could find out what you bought that day. Just go to Amazon.com, Amazon.com, and go to your uh, go to the Your Order section. And you'll see a little drop-down box where you could choose to see the purchases from every year. Pick the earliest year, and it'll show you the very first things you ever bought. That's funny. In case you were curious. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't have an Amazon account. What? No? Really? What? No, my wife does it. I say my I say to to my wife. Oh, so the family does, or she does. She does. Least. Okay, so, got you. But you get on under her account, though, right? No, I. Oh, you I, don't. No, really? I just tell her. Hmm. God, that is a beautiful relationship. All right, he's sitting on the couch. And he goes, "I need socks." <laughs> what <Done>. color? <laughs> Sit there for twenty four hours. It'll be here. What color? Do you remember the very first thing you bought on Amazon? No, but I can go look. Now I'm, now I'm going to have to go look. Now you're curious. Yep. I know, Jeff, you're a pretty new convert to it. Yes, I am. Less than a year. Less than a year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So I can do I've order. used it a couple of times to, to have you know buy stuff and have it delivered to the house because that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the rest of the family does it a lot, for sure. It was more. It's more and more like, you know how you get, especially you, Riz, you've said how you come home and there's just boxes everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's happening more and more with me. Yeah. What was the very first thing you bought? The very first thing I bought was August 24th, 2010. And it was Forever Collectibles NCAA Florida Gators logo bands. There it is. Remember the logo bands? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yep. I bought I bought them for my wife. What about you, Moon? I bought some shoes as a gift and uh, the book Candide, which is one of my favorite books, which is so funny because I just rebought it. And that was a rebuy. What year? And I just rebought it when three years this? ago. When was this? This was uh, November 2007. Damn. Mm. Loving your vet. Ooh, and then I then I bought some DJ stuff, some lights, a new mixing board. I, uh, you know, we in the kitchen we got that uh, Amazon uh, uh, Echo, the Echo Show. Yes, and it's dangerous how easy you could order stuff on there mm-hmm. <laughs> from oh, Amazon. It's dangerous. So, so you know how like if you're you're listening, whether it be the Echo Show or the Dot or the regular Echo, you could say Echo, and this is gonna probably set off everybody's Echo. Play Taylor Swift, Shake It Off, and then all of a sudden it starts playing it. Well, that's my daughter loves that song, so we play that, and they have a dance party. My son now, who is not even two, walks up to the thing and just goes, "Yago, Yago," and just tries to get it to turn on. Mm. It screams it hasn't at yet. It hasn't yet. He'll but, figure it out. But my, uh, yeah, my yeah, daughter, son, your son screams. How weird. That's, my daughter kids now are knows so how dumb, to, aren't they? My, weird. Where does he get the screaming? Kids thing are from? such idiots. My daughter now knows how to do it, though. She'll go, "Echo, ABC song," and boom, it starts playing it. <laughs> uh, there's this uh, personalized uh, greeting card company in England. They're called Moonpig, hmm. and uh, they're begging their customers to stop uploading their private parts to their cards. <laughs> so I guess as a company, you could just send them a picture and they make a greeting card for you. That's hilarious. And what happens? A spokesperson said, please stop uploading pics of your genitals to our cards. It's against our T's and C's. Terms and conditions, ah, Jeff. Ah, nice. I thought the C's was for... Their, their terms and conditions say they won't accept any material, which is, quote, pornographic, obscene, indecent, or offensive. Mm-hmm. And the company said that there's usually a, a massive rise in the number of dirty cards submitted around Valentine's Day. <laughs> Does it say if you've already submitted if they're going to do <laughs> The spokesman said that they'll produce anywhere between 100,000 and 200,000 cards a day. 
And a lot of them are infringing on the terms. You can imagine what percentage is just dong picks. And he says, yes, the girls are as bad as the boys. I knew it. And they have a guy dedicated there at the company to kind of weed this stuff out. Is it worth it? Do you think that job's worth it? Like, is the amount of dongs that you're going to see worth it if the girls are as bad as the boys? I think so. I, I'm sure he may say that, but I'm sure there's more dong pictures than... Yeah, this is the guy that, you know, they go, oh, man, I bet you see a lot of penis pics. And he goes, I see my fair share of chicks, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but... There's lots of boobs, man. Everything becomes a job at some point. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Am I right? All right, that's your news brought to you by Travers RV and Automotive Group. I know we got a couple golfers in this room here. How'd you guys do at the uh, CBC Golf Tournament? We finished in first. <laughs> what? <laughs> so after Purple Stride. You finished first out of everybody. Yeah, no, we finished. You, stopped, you, know, you stopped playing after, golf. We after finished. After the Purple Stride event on Sunday over Forest Park, I know John and Tony went over to the CBC Golf Tournament, yep. which is something that Tony helps organize. I know the Riz Show, we we sponsored a couple holes. Riz Show did the uh, B-Line stuff. Jeff's, uh, Jeff's company line did. Does. Patrico you know, Entertainment. You, John you, Patrico Brick Mailbox has sponsored a hole. You keep doing stuff like this, and 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 they may pay attention. I, I bet you might end up in the Hall of Fame or something. He's a shoe in one day. It's a resume Maybe. builder for yeah. there, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> you think? I mean, you got to let them know that you're doing this because I, I got a feeling they have no idea. Oh, they know. So so you know you you guys were in a in a, in a group. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how'd you guys do? Uh, uh, not well. The winner, the winner <laughs> of the tournament finished at 14 under. Yeah, we were, and that even. was our friends from Backspin Golf. And we were over. We were <laughs> plus two. Yeah, so that didn't win nothing. Plus two is great. Uh, you know, you know what? It, what one? No, fun one. Fun, fun and, and fellowship. And one. fellowship. We did have a blast. Right. I mean, I will tell you this though: I forget every year how long golf tournaments are. So we teed off shortly after one thirty, and we got back to the clubhouse just a little after seven. Wow, long day. Mm-hmm. Have Have you ever hit a hole in one? Hell no! <laughs> I don't even John, know if I've hit the green not, before. Not a chance. No, nope. never got close. Johnny from Greek Fire has. Yeah, and he won That's himself right. a car because of it. That's yeah. right. And it must be, listen, I'm sure it's an incredible feeling hitting a hole-in-one. And you hit hole-in-one, and that's, I mean, that is your hole. Yep. Would you want to share that glory? Check this out. Two golf partners in London beat insane odds on Tuesday when they both hit a hole-in-one on the same hole back-to-back. A guy named Wayne hit his hole-in-one, then his partner Peter... Stepped up and hit his. So was were the balls stacked on each other? <laughs> no, there's a, there's a picture. You can see them both in the cup. Wow. wow. Impressive. The odds of that happening, one in 17 million. So it was just one right after the other. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yep. All right, here's Patrico. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Series against the Brewers had potential to be great series for the Cardinals. Could have sealed their playoff fate. Could have is the uh, really important thing there. Instead, it left them way too close to missing the postseason for a third consecutive year. The most brutal moment of the night was when Garcia entered the game as a pinch runner. An errant throw to first had him cruising from second to home. Sure thing. And the score, he it was 2-1 to one at that point. Score. Right? Yep, 2-1. to one. This would have tied it up for the Cardinals. He's going to score. Cruise on into third there, buddy. Or into home. Here we go. Martinez. Taps it up the third base line. They beat it out. And he does. Ball gets away. Garcia. He'll be like Come on, baby. Throw to the plate. And he stopped. And he's out. 
He fell he down. He fell down. Fell down halfway home for third. Failed. My, my question that's not is Greg this. Garcia, by the way. That's no, the it's Aldonis uh, or yeah. whatever it is. Jerry. Aldonis. Aldonis. Jerry yeah. Garcia. Uh, no, I will tell you this, and this is the one thing that confused me just a little bit. When he fell and popped back up, the catcher had no idea where he was. Had no, and he just kind of did like a sweep tag and then looked around and was like, "Oh my God, he's right there." Why didn't he go back? Why he didn't he go back to up, third? Right? He gave up he and gave just no. Mm. That's the only thing cool, I had that cool was kind of confusing. Go go watch the video. Uh, I mean, he I mean, slipped. I'm, I'm I mean, watching it, was, it now. He did fall, and I mean, which is unfortunate. I he just slid, slid way too footing. soon. I yeah, he <laughs> slid way too soon. Yeah. But uh, uh, after that, an inning later, the Cardinals dropped the ball game two to one. Uh, three game sweep for the Brewers. Yeah, and the Cardinals Brewers, uh, celebrated on uh, on on their field. They sure you did. You gotta be kidding. Yep, and the Cardinals are now out of the wild card currently. They sit behind the Dodgers, who have a one-game lead over the Cardinal, uh, Cardinals-Milwaukee, four-game lead over L.A. for that first wild card spot. And the Cardinals have three games left, and that's it. They start the series with the Cubs tomorrow afternoon. Adam Wainwright gets the start. And here's an interesting fact to remember going into this series. Uh, should St. Louis finish tied with L.A., for that second wild card spot, the Cardinals would have to host a tiebreaker because they won the season series 4-3. to three. So it would be the Cardinals hosting a tiebreaker at Bush. That would be when? Pro- I would assume it would be Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. So if they win that game, then they would go to then the one game. Then they play that one game wild card. The one game wild card. Wow. wow. I, yep. thought, I thought their series deal was with the Rockies. The Rockies are – the L.A. jumped the Rockies now. Yeah, but I thought, you know, we're actually we LA is going to be ahead of us that we're no, fighting this is for the we, No, the Brewers have the first wild card spot yeah. and right now LA has the second wild card spot. Okay, so So if LA and and the Cardinals tie for that second wild card spot, they ought to have the tiebreaker. St. Louis holds the tiebreaker home field advantage. And the tiebreaker is the captains of the team oil each other up mm. and do a little And then do rock paper scissors. Arkansas leg wrestling. Tickets still available? I can't stop watching this highlight. Like, there are five different things he could have done as a base runner, and he chose none of them. There's, he wouldn't have been able to score. Uh, do, oh, good. There's First no of way. all, when he says that he sweeps the glove because the catcher has no idea where he is, when the catcher does find out who he is or where he is, then he looks to the left. If he had any sort of wherewithal, go to his right. The plate is completely available. I think, I, I don't think, I don't you're think You're a professional could've... baseball player. You don't stop. Why are you yeah. Because it's could cost you know the how, season. how wow. passionate he is about sports. Well, yeah, I'm especially just saying. I, I know yeah. he's passionate the last especially three games of the year. <laughs> you said he was a pinch runner, right? Yeah. So you got one job is like <laughs> one purely job. accurate for this. Stay on your feet. Well, I, and, and you know what I also hate? I hate the jewelry thing. You got so many rules about the color of the pitcher's glove and all this stuff to make sure everything's good. And these guys are allowed to wear the jewelry. I don't understand the jewelry. why they want to weigh them down. That's what I'm yeah. saying. He's got like four giant uh, I mean, Mr. The, T looking necklaces it's on. It's the biggest things you've ever seen. I mean, it's yeah. not like it's a small necklace. Yeah, not. These are huge that they wear. Not I that hate that's running what made with things in my pocket. No, I'm just. I'm don't you want to be. Un, things all don't you want to just be un, unfettered? Un, unfettered. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, man. Nothing flopping around. I mean, especially these pitchers. Every time they throw a ball, they got to put it back in their shirt. Throw again. I get it. It's luck, whatever. Yeah. I mean, especially as a base runner, you got a giant thick rope around your neck. Yeah. Yeah. This is a real bummer of a play, man. That's why it's. That's right. That's why. Listen. So here's the deal. Here's the thing. Uh, The Cardinals just got to win. I mean, that's it. You gotta, it. you gotta watch that. Uh, clip. The, the play-in for the wild card would be Monday, by the way, and Tuesday would be the wild card game. So, they gotta win. That's as simple as that. Uh, we already talked about this in depth uh, 
the dream for an MLS team in St. Louis may not be dead. It looks like the Taylor family, who are owners of uh, Enterprise Holdings, uh, they may be involved in uh, funding the stadium. That's Enterprise Rent-A-Car, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They also own the the National Car Rental, which was going to be the name of the football stadium if they would have built that. Um, so they got money. Yeah, they do definitely have money, and it looks like it may happen. Uh, Don Garber said that you know this idea has been floating around even since I they were denied say, the expansion. I, see, I even I, you saying it may happen, I think, is even a stretch. It's being it's being batted about. Okay. I just don't want to be hurt again. <laughs> All right. So, you have walls so up. I didn't mean to hurt you. You have emotional walls up, don't you? Let us in, Riz. Uh, former, They're talking about it. Yeah. Former St. Louis Blue and current Philadelphia Flyer, Yori Laterra, has reportedly been questioned by police in Finland regarding allegations he was involved in a massive cocaine ring. A Finnish news site online reported that Laterra had denied any wrongdoing, and police raided his cottage over the summer. No charges have been filed. However, seven people connected to Laterra have been arrested. Uh, the 30-year-old set to enter his fifth NHL season. Uh, he's going to enter his final year with the Flyers. He'll make $5 million if he makes the roster. Uh, but uh, they're, they're saying, and, and one report I saw this morning is like, this is not one of those things where, yeah, it was just his buddies. They're saying he may be involved in this. So, oh, why? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why? I, don't know. Why? I, I envisioned he and his boys, and his boys got into it, and maybe he used to do it in the past or something like that, and they went, man, I know people. I know people who would want it. Hmm, do we have a friend that's a money guy that could front yeah. us some money to get a bunch of this maybe. stuff? Maybe. Oh, man, they use his house? Yeah, who knows? Uh, finally here, uh, Soddy Daisy High School's athletic director, uh, and this is in uh, Hamilton County. Uh, I believe this is in Florida. Uh, he's the athletic director named Jaron Hensley, and he was placed on leave after a video featuring comments he made went viral on Wednesday. The video sparked outrage, backlash from community members, and it was all about him addressing the dress code policy regarding athletic shorts. Riz, I got the audio in there if you could go ahead and throw that. Okay. This is, again, him addressing the school. This is played on the TVs and posted on YouTube. Him addressing dress code and wearing athletic shorts to school. We need to make sure athletic shorts. And I know, boys, you're thinking, you know, I don't understand why it's not fair. Athletic shorts go past your knees. I didn't make the rules. Well, I kind of did. But that's the rules. So that's just what we're going to stick to. And that doesn't mean that you can wear athletic shorts. So everybody who's going, well, I got a detention for athletic shorts. That's what you're going to get. And if you don't serve it, you're going to go to Saturday school. So just don't wear them. And if you really want someone to blame, blame, blame the girls because they pretty much ruin everything. <laughs> they ruin the dress code. They ruin Well, ask Adam. Look at Eve. That's really all you're really going to get to. Okay? You can really go back to the beginning of time. So it'll be like that the rest of your life. Get used to it. Just keep your mouth shut. Wow. Suck it up. Follow the rules. Speaking of keeping your mouth shut, yes, yeah, so he's wow. been he's been placed on leave. Where yeah. can I find this Adam? God put him in detention say. for uh, athletic yeah, shorts. Sure did. Adam was uh, like, "This is BS. Give me an apple." Blame the women. Unbelievable. Wow. Uh, Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. I just saw uh, a retweet from uh, Darren. Is it Darren Roval? Uh huh. The writer. What is he? SI Darren Roval? Or is it? Oh, Ravel. ESPN. ESPN. Darren Roval, whatever. Yeah. ESPN. This day. 20 years ago, Mark McGuire hits number 70. 20 years ago today. Mm. Phil Ozerski, a fan making $30,000 a year, catches the ball. The Cardinals <laughs> ask him for the ball, for a signed bat, uh, bat, ball, and jersey. Phil says he also wants to meet McGuire. McGuire says no. Three months later, he sells the ball for $3.5 million. <laughs> 
I'll never forget that. I remember that was a huge deal. McGuire said no. He said all he wanted was a signed jersey, a signed ball, a signed bat, and he wanted to meet Mark McGuire, and McGuire said no. Wow. <laughs> Best thing that could ever happen to that guy. Yeah, no Mark kidding. McGuire saying no. Yep. He made $3.5 million on that ball. Man. I'm sorry, 3.05. That is a difference. <laughs> Can you imagine? Years they say, hey, today. man, we want the ball. And he goes, cool. And they go, we're going to give you a signed bat, a signed ball, a jersey. We're going to give that all to you. And he's like, cool, man. Do you think I can meet Mark? And they go, yeah, man, let's run by him. And then they come back and they go, yep. he said no. They're like, oh, man, wait here. It's like the the the, the clubhouse doors. Like, hey, man, wait here. I'll get him. And he, he walks. The, the team representative walks. I close the door behind him. Slowly goes, he said no. It's a no from what him. What do we do now? And guess what? You ain't getting the ball. <laughs> he got the ball. He got it, yeah. No, 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 no. He's, oh, he's saying Mark's, Mark's, yeah, not, Mark's getting not getting the ball. Yeah, you're not going to get it. Ha <laughs> ha. So he sold that ball for $3.05 million. Yep. How much is that ball worth today? More or less? It's got to be less. I would think, I would think less so, after yeah. all I would the think less. controversy with oh, and plus, And plus, he's no, that's second place. Yeah, because Steroid, Steroids or not, that's second place. Yeah, that's true. Boy, good on you, Phil. Good for you, Phil. <laughs> there is Udo So Headline Hoosh. Brought to you by 123mortgage.com, a division of my mutual mortgage, NMLS number 12901. Uh, let's go to Bradenton, Florida. We've been here before, right? Bradenton, yeah, it's always fun. Yeah. It's hot. It's always fun here. Uh, you know, there's something weirdly satisfying about popping pimples, isn't there? It really is. But if you like that popping sensation so much that the authorities need to intervene, maybe it's time to pump the brakes. Cops in Bradenton got a call about a domestic situation at a house on Saturday. When they got there, they found out what the fight was about. 75-year-old guy and his 55-year-old wife were arguing over popping a pimple. Apparently, he had a nice, juicy one on his back. And he wanted the wife to pop it. She wouldn't. And their argument got so intense that somebody called 911. Fortunately, now I'm going to say this does have a happy ending. Fortunately, it didn't wind up escalating into any violence, so after the cops calmed both of them down, they left without having to arrest either of them. And the police report doesn't say whether the pimple wound up being popped or not, but at least nobody was arrested. Well, listen, if the cops have to be called because of a pimple-popping situation, (laughs) and you're in Bradenton, you're today's headline news. Sorry. Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Ladies and gentlemen, up after the break, Craig's is Freak of the Week. Three, count them three, brand new ads for you. Oh, they're classic. Oh, they are good, John, aren't they? Mm -hmm. We have, uh, so this week and then two other weeks, and that's it. New ads, that's it. Wow. That's it, so get out your uh, tweeting devices. (laughs) Where did it go? Yeah, let's do your one quick. You'll uh, vote for your favorite freak uh, via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. And get in that, that chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. We're going to need your names. The Rizzuto Show. You have got to talk about uh, tonight there is a, a football game. I believe it's Rams and Vikings. Oh, yes. Rams-Vikings in Minnesota tonight. Thursday night football. Make sure you... Make your picks at 1057thepoint.com slash picks, the Rich Show Pick'em Challenge. You don't want that uh, zero going into the weekend. Nope. Or at least you want to attempt to get a point. Yeah, there's nothing worse than going into the weekend knowing you're 0-1 already. Mm-hmm. Who do you got tonight? I'm going Rams. Yeah. 
Same here. Rams, 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 Rams. 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 Undecided. Oh. Undecided. Leaning Rams, undecided. I'm not sure. What are they, 3-0 and Rams, right? Correct. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but they're in Minnesota. So I don't know. Uh, one competition I could tell you about is the Craigslist Freak of the Week. That's happening right now. <laughs> Everybody's talking about it, John. The uh, whole country. Uh, really? The whole country. That's a big story today. Uh. Craigslist Freak of the Week. Three brand new ads for you. John's got them. John's going to read them to you. And Freak of the Week sponsored by... Dirt Cheap, 12 area locations. Dirt Cheap, Cheap Cheap, Fun Fun. All right, so John will read you the three ads. You will vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. That's R-I-Z-Z Show. Get, uh, get into that chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz, and uh, throw your name suggestions for these freaks out there. Speaking of competition, you said they're in Minnesota as far as the Rams and Vikings. They're in, they're in L.A. Oh, are they? Are they in L.A.? Let me look here. They, they are in L.A. in L.A. Okay, my bad. My bad, guys. See, I was trying to throw our, you're trying to throw our pick, yeah, you, you? You Sorry, to guys. Sabotage. Sorry, guys. Yeah, my apologies. That's a Hang point. <clears throat> I would like to apologize to... <laughs> The audience for making a mistake. I know it's I know it's rare, but I, you're human. I mean, I know. Come on. Don't tell me. I'm that. not a robot. Yeah. All right. So you ready to uh, get into it? Craigslist Freak of the Week. John, ready? I am ready. Here we go. Pay attention, guys. And number one coming at you. Craigslist Freak of the Week. Where's my little man? Woman for man, fifty-three, Athens, Greece. I'm a fifty-three-year-old woman and have never bared children. I used to work in childcare, and to be honest, I miss it a lot. I miss the sports practices and the school activities. Yes, I never had my own kids, but I cared for these kids like they were. They were my everything. Ever since I was not asked back a couple months ago, I've had an empty spot in my heart, looking for someone to fill it. If you're a boy between 18 and 20 and can pass for younger, please come over and pretend to be one of mine. Let's play games. We'll run around. Let's talk about you going through your changes. Sit on my lap and watch TV. We'll do bath time like we used to. Ugh. I'll cook dinner and we'll sit and eat at the table with our shirts off. <laughs> if things go well, we'll take it to the next level. This time, nobody will be asked to leave, though. <laughs> no hairy men, please. Looking for smooth babies. Oh. Hope you don't mind that I'm a little heavy. I'm a magician with my body. Yikes. I will take care of you in every way. Send a picture with your reply. Put mom in the subject line. Oh, boy, oh, that goodness. last line there. Yikes. Uh, Quick question. I wonder why she was let go from her child care. Job. Anybody? She's coming I'm not in, sure, coming Jeff. in late, parking, <laughs> you know, parking in the boss's spot. What? I was going to say, <laughs> she stole smoked, something. Yeah, she, yeah. she was caught smoking cigarettes. I'm thinking attendance uh, issues. <laughs> uh, you know wow. what's scary about something like this is the, yeah. is the way she uses the word we. When you're talking about whoever might answer this ad, like, she's still there mentally. Yeah. We'll do mean? bath time. Oh, she's yeah. still at the child care place mentally is what I mean. That's scary. I'll cook dinner. We'll sit at the at the table with our shirts off. <laughs> Everybody does that, right? <laughs> like, like we used to. Man, that's dark. No hairy men, please. Looking for smooth babies. Babies. I'm a magician with my body. She's a little heavy, though. Why? I'm, I'm uh, picturing this woman in my head. 
I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm imagining what this woman looks like. <laughs> yeah. And it's sad, obviously. I, economically, it's hurt her since she lost her job because she what? just has the one chair because you got to <laughs> sit in my lap and watch TV. <laughs> uh, That's uh-huh. too bad. Put mom in the subject line. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Wow. Uh, names? Uh, we've got a couple here coming across. We've got uh, Care Danes. Okay. Not we bad. also have Kitty Foreman. Oh. Nanny DeVito. Kitty Foreman. <laughs> Fatsy Klein. What do we like? Nanny DeVito is pretty good. Nanny DeVito? Yeah, that's good. There it is. Mm-hmm. Nanny DeVito. Danny DeVito, by the way, has made his way into uh, the freaks like three times. I three, yeah. three times yeah. this year. But I'm imagining this woman has a body like Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> Same hairline too, probably. <laughs> That's almost what I'm picturing. Yeah. Maybe a little taller. <laughs> All right, so Nanny DeVito is uh, nominee number one. All right, John, ready? Ready. Here we go. Nominee number two. Someone got pregnant during the threesome. Ranson raves, yeah. Liverpool, England. I know this is a long shot, Dad. I know we haven't spoken in eight months. Yes, we had a falling out and you tossed me from the house. We were never that close. We were more friends than father and son. The last time we talked was just a few weeks ago after we got out our trees at the pub and ended up bringing that woman home with us. It got wild. We both took our turns on that young lass. Dad, we need to talk. As much as you don't want to, I must be in contact. That young lass has one in the oven, and she's not sure who's the father, and she wants both of us in their lives. This needs to be figured out. The timeline works out. It can only be us. Let's come up with a plan. And if I'm being honest here, I think we should talk about setting up a long-term plan for the three of us. I thought that us working her together was the closest we've ever been. Oh, my God. I was so happy that night. I love you and want you back in my life. I hope this finds you. You may have a child or grandchild in your life who needs you. All wow. right, just I want to make a correction real quick. The way I, you, you missed a word, John, uh-huh. and the ad, the last time we talked was just a few weeks after we uh, we got out of our trees at the pub yeah. and ended up bringing that woman home with us. Not you left got out, out got out our trees. Yeah, you left out a word there. Okay, he said a few, a few weeks after we got our trees. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Out. Well, I thought that that just meant there's my tree. Yeah, maybe it's uh, it's already fir- Christmas in Liverpool. Here's, I don't know. Here's the leaf. Here's the tree. Here's a tree. Got anyway. out of our trees. I guess a slang. I don't, I don't a know. Slang for getting drunk and <laughs> in yeah. Liverpool. Yeah. I haven't been to England for seriously. A while, you know? Working her let's together. Just, let's just wait and just see what the kid looks like, and then we'll. Oh wait, oh. No, that's not going to work either. <laughs> no, I, I mean a classic line too is. You know, I know we haven't been close. Really? What did you, <laughs> you just do? You've been so, real close. We haven't really been close. I mean, so come close on you now. might have touched. <laughs> and also, I don't really think the grandchild needs either one of them in their life. I don't think it really <laughs> needs them in their life. Well, it may not be a grandchild. The one guy, the one guy's involved regardless. It could be a child or a grandchild. Yeah, the Damn. one, the, the father is is. I mean, you know, 
He's a dad or a, a granddad, regardless of what happens. Or okay. somebody's a has a brother or oh, a son. Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. It's either, it's either dad, or granddad, or dad, brother. <laughs> wow, what a crazy planet. Wow, what a horror. Whoa, hey. Hey, what you mean, man? Don't bring you, her into this. Why are you she-shaming? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. A <laughs> uh, female that got picked up at a bar by you a know. dad and son and yeah. uh, got worked by them? I thought that's her business. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to call her that. Yeah. Just last. <laughs> leave, leave that last alone. <laughs> All right, some did, names. Hey, did, did she tell people about this? Does she go, hey, guess what I did? Or if somebody uh, says, hey, what'd you do last night? Do you, do you brag I about doubt this sort it. of thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so there's if they were handsome or not. There are three names that I think all three are phenomenal. First off, you've got Ghost Dad. Okay. Okay. All right. Second, Trees Company. Well, that's not really a name. Yeah, but that's pretty good no, but though. That but goes pretty good. Tree Collins. But you know Basketball what is player. a really good name? Sonny and Cher. S H A R E. That's I mean that's gotta be it. Sonny. And share. Uh, there's another one, Riz, that I want to show you that I don't want to say, but this is. <laughs> no, 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 pa no. Pass it around. No, no. Pass it. Speaking of the ad, pass it around. Uh, the one boxed. Oh, dude. That is. Wow. We already used Jeff Burton, right? <laughs> hey! What? <laughs> you can't say that. Yikes. Don't, dead. don't read that one. He ain't going to get it anyways, get but yeah. Okay, yeah, we're not going to do that one. Wow. Don't get it. Don't, no. All right, John, ready for the third and final <laughs> oh, ad? Let's do it. It's still anybody's game here. Remember, vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. All right, here we go. Ad number three. Here's John. I was abducted. Man for Alien 44, Montreal, Canada. When I was a kid, I was taken by aliens. It was so intense while also being so intimate. <laughs> I've been waiting for them to return ever since. They took my virginity. I only remember bits and pieces, but it was real, I swear. They took me to their ship and left me in my bed alone with some blood after they finished with me. Uh -huh. It's been too long, and I don't know if they're ever coming back. This is why I need you. Come over on the days and times I give you. I'll leave the door and windows unlocked. Get in however you like. Bring your toys and tools. <laughs> but don't tell me what they are beforehand. You can use anything on me. I'm not sure what I'll remember or what I'll see. But if you have any sort of costumes... That may help jog a few of my memories with this. I've been testing the GBH on myself so I know how much I can take before I totally slip out and let you do what you will without fighting. I'll give you the dosage in the email. This is real. I am not joking. This happened and I need to see you again. Dose me. Oh boy. Okay. You know who I believe has been abducted by aliens? Anybody in their ad that says GBH. Isn't that GHB? Uh, that's what I would assume. But I, <laughs> I, who knows? It could, be, aid? it could be some alien drugs. You never know. But that's, this is the guy I believe. The guy that goes, hey, I've been testing sleep drugs on myself. So I'll just let you know how many Dude, is in the email. I, I, alien. I don't think you were abducted. I think something else happened to you. Well, I don't know. I think there's something else yeah. that happened to you when you were a kid. Well. 
Very possibly they had a really, really amazing costume on. It's very possible. Uh, so, yeah, he says that he's waiting for the aliens to come back and do whatever they did to him when he was a kid. Bring your toys and tools. Don't tell me what they are beforehand. <laughs> Yikes. Man. And he's this is a... Doors and windows unlocked. Disturbing. <laughs> this is a very disturbing ad, by the way, guys. Looking more into it. I mean, it's... Mm. He's gonna he's gonna roofie himself basically. Yeah, the G- GHB is just a date rape drug, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. So he's gonna trust a stranger to dose him, <laughs> but he'll send you how much? He'll send you the oh, exact yeah. amount. This, if nothing else, I this, know my limits. This posting screams trust. <laughs> You're right. I know my limits. <laughs> I'm gonna trust yeah. you. Whatever toy you want to do, whatever that's fine. You know, well, <laughs> it might jog my memory a little bit. All right, names. All right. Uh, we've got a couple here. We've got the UFO, <laughs> Jeff Probst, Ooh. Alien Musk, and then also, I like this one, Proby Wan Kenobi. I think I like <laughs> Jeff Probst. Is Jeff Probst okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that or the UFO are pretty, pretty good like winners. I like Jeff winners. Probst. All right. How are we, we going to spell that? P R O B S T. Well, I mean, that's how he spells it. All right, well, that's good enough for me. <laughs> I mean, why not? Well, if he spells it that way. Well, because we're trying to go with probe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probe without the, the probe. Yeah. Ooh, that's another good one. Bill UF O'Reilly. Oh. But I already locked in Jeff Probst. Yeah. I already wrote it down. You can't oh, unlock you it? No. Oh, well, erasers. No, well, you know what? It's like uh, when you when you have the, the meter person, right? You take it. Ooh, yeah. sorry. Too Once late. I got the pad pen's, out. Pen's already yeah. on paper. Why don't we go ahead and P-R-O-B-E dash S-T. Okay, I'm fine with that. Ah, P-R-O-B-E. Well, I already wrote it down. Now I'm all screwed up. Uh-huh. Probest. Well, guys, there you have it. There are your three nominees. I just, the last two words, dose me. <laughs> just bring it. All right, we have uh, Nanny DeVito. That's nominee number one, that Nanny is, DeVito. That is the lady who worked in childcare and was asked to leave and not come back. Uh, but she wants to relive the good old days. And by that, she means uh, come on over and sit on her lap and watch TV. Eat dinner with your shirt off, and she's going to give you a bath like the good old days. You got to be 18, but you got to look real young. Mm-hmm. She is a magician with her body, so oh, don't yeah. leave that don't leave that out of it. Uh, nominee number two is Sonny and Cher. That is the threesome that the father and son were involved in, and the lady got pregnant. Now son is looking for dad, not only because he felt very connected. Uh, they did have a falling out, but they're working things out. But uh, again, she's pregnant, and they need to find out who the dad. Well, is. remember the last time they talked was just a couple weeks after they got out of their trees at the pub and ended up picking up, uh, picking up that uh, picking up that woman. And then you just heard from Jeff. Probest. Man, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Who is the freakiest of the freaky here? Uh, Tough week, guys. Tough week. John, who's yeah, it going to be? I don't know. I th- number three's mental. I just think that's bad. You know, <laughs> so they're out. It's got to be, uh, what's it, Danny... Uh, Nanny DeVito. Nanny, Nanny DeVito. DeVito. All right, so the yeah, I mean that's just that's sick. That's just <laughs> you know, there's there's uh, it goes in every different wrong direction. Uh huh. All right, John. Uh, Moon. Who yeah, are we thinking? I'm I'm with uh, with JP on this one. <laughs> really? <clears throat> I think not so. Sonny and Cher, huh? Well, 
That's pretty deviant, too. It, it is. It's a father-son act. Th- yeah. <laughs> you know? Listen, that, I mean, they're doing something that I wouldn't do. You know, they tagged, you know. Tagged. Oh, John, too many... Too many details. I don't, I don't like you. Yeah, don't don't listen, like it's, it's a style that I, I don't buy, but, I mean, there's some, there's some, you know what, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with Nanny DeVito. The th- I thought that us working her together was the closest we've ever been. Okay, oh, yeah. that, you know what. I was so happy that night. I love you and want you back in my life. I hope this finds you. Oh, yeah. You may have a child or grandchild in your life who needs you. Yeah, so couple, we can so we can make other children. Couple so. issues, but remember the first one. That gal doesn't have kids and used to run a daycare or something, right? She worked. She worked work. in daycare. There's something going on with that with kids, and I'm not okay with that. Okay. Mm. Uh, my heart is telling me Sonny and Cher, uh, because this uh, this first woman is. Uh, She's looking for a role play kind of thing. Yeah, but where does that stem? The other guys are just caught in a tremendously huge situation. <laughs> oh, it's very huge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very huge. They're not sure. Yeah, well, I, I think the son wanting to kind of relive this thing and maybe continue on a relationship with the three of them. You think that's what he wants sexually? I don't know. I mean, he says <laughs> the happiest I've ever been was when we worked that woman over. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just met that time in his life. Uh, Things were going good at work. He, he was with dad. <laughs> yeah, no. Look at us bonding. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. Jeff? Mm-hmm. First of all, the guy that thinks he was abducted by aliens <laughs> and wants it to to relive it, we're not even talking about that guy. Oh, yeah. We, didn't make, the, we didn't make the cut. No. I mean, the, the, these other two are so bad, this guy's not even in the conversation, which I totally agree with. You know. But I think I'm going to go with Sonny and Cher. But number one, the first one also, I mean, I would not either be one of them. No, but I mean, if you don't speak, if you have a great relationship with your father and you're working a girl, that's weird enough. But you haven't <laughs> spoken in eight months. You're just going to start working a girl after getting your trees out at a pub or whatever it was? Uh, I'm with number two. Getting out of our trees. Yeah, getting out of our trees. I'm going Sunny and Cher. big difference. Sunny Cher, please, sir. Scott, he's going Sunny and Cher, too. Maybe we're wrong there, John. I I don't. I'm sorry. It's up to the people. Tones. Sunny and Cher. Not good enough. I'm undecided on this one. I'm voting because I have to. I know. You're begrudgingly voting? I just don't. I like don't I see said, a clear winner. Uh, listen, we'll keep the uh, the voting up overnight. We'll uh, crown the winner tomorrow morning. But you vote for your Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. You got Nanny DeVito. You got Sonny and Cher. And you have Jeff Probst. Boy. It's a tough one. Two horse race. It's a tough week. One of these ads moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. One step closer to getting their name etched on the Jerry Sandusky Memorial plaque. I want to thank Mr. John Patrico for yeah. all that he did today. Yeah. I know uh, you hit it hard last night. I'll be okay. You got at it. I'll be okay. Had a couple, uh, couple, two, three cocktails. The guy was out of his tree over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got out of your tree. Yeah, exactly. No, not quite. Who are we shouting out this week? Well, this week uh, my shout out is going to go to Officer Jason Stats uh, from the Florida Police Department. You know he's. Great guy, known for a long time. Just for no reason. And, you know, he's helped me out a few times. Did you get pulled over? No. Okay, good. No, no, I would never. I'm a law-abiding person. Okay. Of course you are. Yeah, thank no. you, officer. Yeah, Thanks, so. officer. <laughs> so, Thank you, officer. Yes. Officer Jason. That's right. Up in thank Florence, you. And thank yes, you very sir, much. Man. Thank you, John. As always, you are a St. Louis treasure. And now, crap on celebrities. 
All right, hey guys. Hi. Hey. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco, Ranger, Termite, and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Huge controversy over there across on the other side of the pond with uh, Meghan Markle. You guys heard about this? The Duchess of Sussex. Mm. She created a huge uproar on Tuesday evening. Uh, she she pulled up to the... It's a, basically her first solo outing. Mm-hmm. Official engagement. And uh, everything was going fantastic. She, they, you know, she's obviously not. Driving. What happened, Jeff? She pulls up. She gets out of the car. Somebody greets her. She closed the door herself. You got to be kidding me! You Huge. Bitch. Huge! Wow! <laughs> they took a crown and threw it right in the garbage. <laughs> She's already been taken out of the uh, the entire country. Yeah, that is a huge deal that she closed the door in this thing uh, all by herself. You don't deserve <laughs> this. Somebody on uh, on the internet was saying, poking my eyes out after reading that she broke protocol by shutting her own car door. Yeah, there are a lot of rules they have to follow over there as far as uh, royal protocol goes. As far as being separated from your family and never having any alone time and everybody does everything for you, is it still worth it? Uh, I guess for love, yeah. if she truly, truly is in love. Is I it worth it? That's... Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, actor Michael Rappaport hasn't been doing a whole lot of acting lately. He's very political now. Uh, is he? He does like uh, podcasts and he does a, he does some acting. He's in Blue Bloods, I think. Right. Yeah, maybe. Uh, he had, I tell you what, he did a great documentary on A Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. A great music documentary. Hmm. Well, he'd been working with that Barstool Sports and uh, he just filed a uh, lawsuit against um, Barstool Sports and all of their on-air personalities. There's a guy named Smitty, KFC, and then their president, his name's Dave Portnoy. Uh, Rappaport says that they still owe him $375,000 from a deal that he made with them. Uh, out of, well, they're supposed to pay him $600,000, and they've paid so far $375,000. He's been working for Barstool for a short time. He was fired back in February after engaging in a very public, of course, Twitter feud with a lot of the company's top players, including uh, the, the bigwig, the president there. Rappaport went from fighting with employees to actually attacking Barstool fans as well. President stepped in, fired him, uh, and uh, shortly after that termination, Rappaport went after Barstool as well and uh, offered or asked for a cease and desist because they're still selling merchandise with his face on it. So he's looking for the rest of his So who money. said he has herpes? They said in one? They, they said the president of the place went on uh, Twitter and disparaged him, said he didn't really do anything, and oh, by the way, he has herpes. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Michael Rappaport in this also made it a point to say, by the way, I don't have herpes. I have uh, a, a friend I used to work with. I, I wouldn't. Friend is loose. I mean, an acquaintance I used to work with. Hadn't talked to him in a long time since I left the East Coast. And he calls me up every once in a while out of the blue and with investment opportunities. Mm. How many of those have you jumped on? Well, the last one, he called me and he said, hey, he goes, I'm developing this new app. He goes, here's what it does. I said, ah, okay. He goes, very big celebrity is uh, involved in this thing. I said, okay. We got Michael Rappaport. Mm-hmm. I said, goodbye. I said, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting my money. Was it Bleacher Report? <laughs> was it Bleacher Report? Yeah. No, no, it was something that never happened. Or what, it was bar, or what is that? Barstool, Barstool Sports. Barstool. No, it I'm was sorry. Barstool. I'd be kicking myself because that's yeah. pretty big. Yeah, it's huge. Although they're, they've been just kind of wrapped up in this whole culture of misogyny mm-hmm. thing. 
where they treat women like garbage, apparently, allegedly over there. Yeah. And a lot of articles about that went around last week. But he's like, dude, we got a big one. Michael Rappaport's involved. Okay. Well, <laughs> right. Michael Rappaport. All right. <laughs> Let me get Wait, the checkbook. The, <laughs> the Michael Rappaport. Unbelievable. And uh, speaking of Vern Troyer, he uh, passed away in <laughs> April. April 21st, age of 49. He also passed uh, away. R.I.P. Vern. Yep. He also passed away owing the state of California over. Oh, boy. <laughs> Any more? You good? That's all. I'm sure he's got more. <laughs> He owes the state of California over $70,000 in back uh, taxes, and the uh, state of California would like that, please. And uh, they uh, filed that claim earlier this month against his estate. $70,673.86. The bulk of that money comes from his 03 tax return. For that, he owes just over or just under $39,000. of that uh, comes just to the interest. He has ju- almost $29,000 in just interest that he owes. Um, how much did he have when he died? That I don't know. I can look it up for I, you. If I you like. I can't. I can't imagine him being worth that much. No, I can't either. Well, let me see here. I mean, maybe he made some decent money from the Austin Powers things, and probably going to conventions and uh, three million is what it says. Oh, okay, hey. had a net worth of three million hey. at the time of his death. You know what? Good on him. Yeah, yeah. not terrible. Uh, remember, we talked uh, recently about how Conan's talk show is going to be going from uh, 60 minutes to 30, and they're eliminating musical guests, too, by the way, to focus more on him and his comedy. Now he's going to focus on him and his comedy because Conan O'Brien announced a tour. He's going to be uh, touring 18 different dates, doing stand-up. Uh, Team Coco presents Coco and Friends, an evening of stand-up and investment tips is what it's entitled. Kicking off in D.C. in November, and then a lot of his writers and former writers and, you know, the bit players and stuff will be joining him on various dates. 18 dates so far, nothing in St. Louis. Lady Gaga was at the premiere of her new movie, A Star is Born. This is kind of funny. This it was this week in Hollywood. And you, you got to wait until the very end for the best part of this. But somebody in the crowd is certainly hoping that she gets an Oscar. We love you. We love you so much. You so You better get that Oscar, bitch. <laughs> you get that Oscar, bitch. You better get that Oscar, bitch. <laughs> Oh, into like a six-syllable word. That's such the Gaga crowd. It is, isn't it? Get you that Oscar, notch. man. Is that supposed to be good, that movie? It's Bradley uh, Cooper. I, th- I think the previews have been getting rave reviews. I don't know about like actual. The, well, like, I just read that uh, Bradley Cooper actually went to Eddie Vedder. Yeah. This is inspiration. For, for inspiration into the role he played. That's why he looks at his feet the entire time he's singing. <laughs> well, he, he said he spent a lot of time with Eddie Vedder. And uh, at first, Eddie Vedder said, don't do this. Don't remake this movie. Yeah. Who was in the original? Uh, Chris Christopherson? Chris, there's a couple versions. Chris Christopherson and uh, uh, Barbara Streisand, right? right. Was, That's the, was the one. Is that the original? Wasn't Judy Garland the original? Uh, By the way, Rotten Tomatoes scored 95% from critics. Wow. They say she's pretty amazing, Lady yeah. Gaga on this. And he does his own singing, and I, I had no idea he could sing. I, had, I, I didn't know that. I know Eddie Vedder helped him out or whatever, but... Apparently, he can sing. I think Judy Garland was the first, and then Barbara Streisand, and then Lady Gaga. I thought it was Jaja. 
You've been saying it wrong the whole time, Jeff. 1954 film starring Judy Garland and James Mason. And then the next one was, I believe, Streisand. The next one was... Oh, A Star is Born came out in 1937. That's the first one. And then 1976 with Streisand. And Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson and Gary Busey. Gary Busey? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, no way. You guys going to see this or is this a uh, wait till it's... I I, I don't know if I'll see it in the theaters, but I want to see it. This may be one. This could be one like a good Take the Wife. I want to see it. Take the wife to go see. Mm-hmm. I know what you're going to see is Creed 2, Tony, right? You bet your ass. Did you see this new trailer? If, if you haven't, it's up on the blog. Fantastic. It actually shows uh, uh, Ivan Drago in this particular trailer. It's on the blog. Oh, really? I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, because it's his son that Creed, the Creed dude's fighting. With Dolph, Dolph Lundgren? Is he it? Yeah, you even see him and Stallone like nice. stare each other down for a second. Wow. And wow. Just, just like the other one, his son is who's fighting Creed, and he's about a foot taller. And he, they show it's it's funny because you can tell it's an ode to when when Drago was uh, working out in Russia, because his son does all the, you know, out of out of thinking out of the box workout kind of stuff. Is there going to be a montage? You think? What do you mean? Got to be a montage. Even Rocky oh, had a montage. Turn, I, would, I would think so. They got it's probably in his <laughs> Those contract. Those like the most famous montages ever. Oh, dude, Rocky Four. I, I think that's my favorite. Rocky Four is which one? Rocky Four is Drago. Oh, okay. Is of all the Rockies, I love Rocky One, Rocky Two. I think Rocky Four is my favorite. It's the most campy. That's the sure. one where they save the rec center, right? No, that's uh, Rocky 17. Five. <laughs> oh wow! Here you go, Rocky Riz. and Bullwinkle. There he is. There's Drago. And ESPN. Oh wow, he looks old. Damn, he looks mean. Can you imagine going over to Grandpa's house and that's the cat that opens the door? See, see if they uh, they show the part where they meet each other in the rink, so, so you can see how much taller he is. Oh, oh man, this movie looks good. There. Here it comes. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Look at that. that yeah, my, he, he didn't awesome. see the first one. You haven't seen the no, first Creed? No, no, no. Oh, oh, dude, good. go watch it right now. Get out. Oh, okay. oh, what about me? I haven't seen it yet. Can I go? This is the end of the montage from uh, from Rocky IV. Oh, he went from a staircase to a mountain. Isn't the montage in the montage hearts on fire? He actually just read a chapter from the Great Gatsby. He just came out. And there then were, the scene ends. There was, like, oh crap! How do there was more than one montage. Because isn't, isn't Hearts on Fire when the headlights flip up? That there was more than one montage. That's when after Apollo died and he had he took a drive right. by himself. Hearts on Fire, amazing. I'm just looking at the soundtrack. Hearts on Fire, amazing. So is No Easy Way Out. Oh, No Easy Way Out. No, it's like No Easy Way Out. No, you, you know that song? No, No Easy. You know, right? you know no, the song, exactly right? right? <laughs> Me? Oh, no. Do you not know No Easy Way Out? I don't know. Ain't No Easy Way. Is that right? Yep, that's right. Close to that. (laughs) It's like whether you think you can. Let me see if I can find it here. Oh, what a great sound. This is the headline. There it is. This is the montage? This is is after Apollo dies. Oh, spoiler alert. If you would have asked me who sang this, I would in a million guesses never would have guessed it. 
Old, uh, Robert, old Bo- Robert Tepper? Yeah, Robert Tepper. Old Bobby Tepper, huh? <laughs> you don't remember the scene? You know the song? No. Not very guitar. This is 100% what the guys from South Park heard one doing Team America. Every one of these songs. Oh, we gotta get to the hook. <laughs> By the way, this stuff is is is, uh, is coming back. Here it is, right? Montage. Hey, oh. Riz, can you give me a little something here? That 80s because synth pop is coming back. It is becoming pretty huge, especially on the Spotify's. This is Survivor, though, isn't it? No. You would never guess who this is, either. I would never use that Halloween synth. This is John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Brand. I owned two records by this band. <laughs> they had two records? In other words, I know they're, I have their own whole catalog, I think. What was the hearts on fire? The other one was like, remember us from Rocky? What a great jam. I don't know Keep this going, Jeff. I don't know this either. Eddie and the Cruisers. Remember the, the movie Eddie and the Cruisers? Okay. That was John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. He wants you to keep going while this is playing. Keep going what? With your oh, friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the uh, Dave, Gru- Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters, he does everything. And on TV tonight, we have, um... <laughs> That's the most fun I've had in a long time. I love it. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't want to talk anymore. Your crappy birthdays. Meatloaf. said enough. <laughs> Fantastic stories left. You guys aren't going to get them. Forget it. There's That'll always tomorrow, a, Jeff. We'll put them on the block. I, oh, really? Thanks. <laughs> I'm back tomorrow officially, lucky. everybody. Oh, <laughs> Would you like me to go? Yes, uh, Crappy please. Birthdays, Meatloaf, 71. Avril Lavigne is 34. Lil Wayne, 36. Brad Arnold is 40. Gwyneth Paltrow is 46. Stephen Jenkins from Third Eye Blind is 54. Uh, Mark Maron, 55. And today's Burton Birthday of the Day, Wilford Brimley is 84 years young. Today's porno birthday, uh, that being brought to you uh, by Patricia's, where fun and fancy meet is Iberia. Today's birthday girl's been punished more than a teen-breaking curfew in 441 fine films, including Anal Surprise Party, When Big Just Ain't Enough, Daddy's Darling Daughters, Who the Hell is the New Girl, and Who Can Forget Her Unforgettable Role in Oops, I Should Have Told You That Happens. Cytheria, 37 years old, that's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on Celebrities.
home stretch, folks. I love these uh, internet food debates, like what the internet's talking about, what everybody's arguing about, especially when it comes to food. You ready for the, for the latest argument? Oh, no. Just a yay or nay? Peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. Nope. nope. I'm sorry, nay. Peanut butter and mayonnaise. No. No. I didn't get a yay or nay from you. I'm a don't knock it till you try it, but I, I don't I don't see myself trying that. I'm a hard nay on this. Yeah, yeah be, because you don't like mayo. I don't like mayo. But even the combo just it's uh it's gross. And I'm sure people are gonna go, oh man, I used to have these as a kid all the time. That question, peanut butter and mayo sandwiches, yay or nay, that question is dividing the internet this year uh, this week. After some news site tweeted a video titled, Peanut Butter and Mayo Sandwiches Are More Beloved Than You Think. Well, how many people have tried it? I feel like that's one that a lot of people will weigh in on that have never tried it because of, it just sounds awful. It sounds terrible. Yeah. Although maybe, you know, the, somebody at one time said peanut butter and jelly together sounds terrible. Mm. What's something that, that would normally sound awful? I, I feel like we were talking about something not too long ago. Peanut butter and uh, Doritos. How about peanut butter on a piece of bread and dip it in chili? I've been yeah. doing that since grade school. That's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, and that's a little more widespread, but that's still kind of odd to a lot of people. Well, whoever this this website that put this out, and and there's no audio. It's just it's just like a. It, there's nobody talking. It's just a video of a peanut butter and mayo sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and with some words, they insist that PB and mayo was once as popular as PB and J's. And some people on Twitter chimed chimed in with their beloved. Childhood memories about PB and mayo sandwiches. Hmm. One person tweeted, I was five when I saw mom eating a peanut butter mayo mustard lettuce sandwich. She let me have a bite. It instantly became one of my favorite foods. When I look it up, um, there's a few things that pop up. There's peanut butter mayo and salad dressing sandwich. That's an option. Apparently a popular one. Peanut butter banana mayo. And then peanut butter mayo pickle. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's for those that want to uh, just experience know, pure misery. For some reason, that sounds <laughs> yeah. actually pretty good, maybe. Are you nuts? That's for those who have know. zero taste buds. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just telling you, uh, if, if this many people like it, there's got to be something to it. Why discard it? Yeah, there's got to be something to it. Disgusting. Listen, peanut butter, mayo, eat, tomato. People eat a lot of wacky things. There's another mix. You know, people eat uh, eat bugs. That's not for me. Yeah, they're dumb too. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try it. Hey, knock yourself out. <laughs> you go for it. Okay, so apparently the peanut butter mayo sandwich and then pickle and onion option was something that was widespread during the depression. Because it was yeah, nothing I else. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they used to uh, put boots in uh, water and boil them and have boot soup. Because there was nothing else. Man, there's... there's... Somebody on Twitter wrote, if you've uh, ever made and consumed a peanut butter and mayo sandwich, we can't be friends anymore. (laughs) Another person wrote, if you think uh, eating a mayonnaise and peanut butter sandwich is okay, I'm pretty sure you're a serial serial killer. (laughs) Check this out. I was going to say, which member of the show said that? Apparently it had such a uh, reemergence in the 60s that Skippy and Hellman's got together and they were doing double crunch peanut butter, mayo, bacon, and pickle sandwiches. You know what? Thinking about that, so I could so almost, bad. with bacon on it, I could almost see that being a thing. 
Yeah, because you it, add bacon to it. So think about this: if you if you strip away the peanut butter for a second, you're talking about mayo and pickles, which is on a lot of other sandwiches anyway. So it's not they're not it's not like those are clashing too bad. Then mayo bacon pickles sounds pretty good. Throw peanut butter on there maybe for for some sort of tacky crunch and and whatever. I could see with the with the bacon the saltiness of it. Do you remember when we were talking about Iron Barley down in South City? And yeah. I think it's moved now. Mm-hmm. Um, they have this ballistic Elvis sandwich. One of those Elvis, yeah, 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 things, and that's, pe- that's, that's peanut bananas. butter, banana bacon, and something else. It's not; it just doesn't seem too far from this. Now, when you add the bacon to it, it, it here's the makes all of sense. Them. Yeah. Oh, there it is. It's the power of bacon, man. Is that a pineapple? Now you're gonna start screaming about. Oh, no, there's like hard-boiled eggs on one. That's gross. Is that a cherry? This is a like a cherry, cherry tomato. tomato. Cherry tomato. Okay. No, that's, that's a, piece- a cherry. No, that's that a cherry a- tomato. Are you sure? Because yeah. that's that's. Because next to it is an orange. That's an Where? orange slice. That's pineapple. Yeah. Oh, that is? That's pineapple, peanut butter, and cherry tomato, yeah. and mayonnaise. Oh. You know that's the... apple slices, peanut butter, huh. mayo, and jelly. The ratio is going to be real important on this yeah. one. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Hey, listen, maybe... Uh... Bring some in and try it. No. Okay. <laughs> No. How about this? This sounds actually good. This combo, uh, M and M's with a hazelnut, yep, filling. Yep, yep, yep. Oh I'm my gosh, those are so good. It's Nutella, right? Yeah, I guess they couldn't make the corporate sponsorship happen, hmm. like the corporate partnership sponsorship thing. So they're not calling it Nutella. Oh, weird. They're calling it like hazelnut spread. That's funny. Oh, it sounds so good. So they're filled with quote hazelnut spread. In other words, generic Nutella. I, mean. I just had a. Uh, uh, They're uh, not coming out till April, so. I just had one of the holiday flavor uh, M and M's yesterday, the white chocolate pumpkin pie. Oh, how was it? I thought it was delicious. My wife thought it was horrendous, but I like white chocolate. And then uh, one more thing, um, you know, we're, we're we're less than hundred days away from Christmas. Oh, man, here we go. And I just saw the first new Christmas candy cane of the season, and it's a company called Archie McPhee that makes quote. Strange and amazing things. Not amazing, just strange. And they just started selling candy canes, mac and cheese flavored. Oh, that throw up noise is one of my least <laughs> yeah, favorite things. Me <laughs> it's wet. <laughs> you know? uh, it just made me so uncomfortable. Oh boy. So it's uh it's cheese flavored yellow and white striped candy. Cool. If you're interested, get a six-pack of them uh, for five bucks at uh, archiemcfee.com. Imagine putting those in the Christmas tree and not telling anybody. <laughs> and you think you're getting a candy cane. <laughs> and you, in your head, you know what it's going to taste like, and then you put that in your mouth. You guys like uh, you guys like candy canes? I like uh, to uh, no. to uh, fashion them into weapons. Yeah. And then I used to stab my brother. I, a sugary a shank. shank. Yeah. <laughs> sugary I, don't, I don't mind like one, maybe two, but I think candy canes are probably the most overrated Christmas food there is. Oh, they're dumb. Yeah, they always get thrown in the garbage. Anyway, yeah, I've never gotten through one. We always put them on the tree. They always get thrown in the garbage. That's why you Somebody... just buy. That's why you just buy the little ones yep. that you yeah. can just put in your mouth like a mint. Yeah. Or just they buy always starlight go on the tree, and and I'd eat one. 
They you know don't, me. It's so breakable. I've already got a couple of Werther's in my pocket, so. Mm-hmm. Of course you do. You want some ribbon candy? The Rizzuto <laughs> Show. Traffic and weather. All right, we'll take our final break of the morning. We'll come back and wrap it up. Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango coming in next. A couple reminders. Uh, make sure you vote for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. At R-I-Z-Z Show. We'll, uh, we'll crown the winner tomorrow morning. Right when we sign on. Also, this evening, Big St. Charles Motorsports. It's the finale. The big one. We choose the cover girl for the 2019 Big St. Charles Motorsports calendar. You said the weather's supposed to be fantastic, Garages, right? Garages. Tonight, 6 o'clock, we'll be out there Big St. Charles Motorsports. Sunday, Patrico, DBs, and Soulard for some football beginning at noon. At the same time, Jeff is out of Travers RV in Eureka, noon to 2. Don't forget to make your picks for the Race Show Pick'em Challenge. Uh, make sure you, uh, you get those picks in by kickoff tonight. Rams and Vikings, 1057thepoint.com slash picks. Tomorrow, the uh, real or fake results. Friday, fail stories. Fabulous prizes to be given out. Action Pack Friday. All right, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon. What do we got? Freak of the Week, sports news, crap on celebrities. Uh, two golf partners, both buddies, hit holes in one, back, holes in one, back to back. See the picture? I didn't see the picture, but I saw the odds, and it was one in, what, 17 yeah. million? Um, the U.S. Postal Service is offering $2,000 reward in the area for return, uh, the return of a stolen truck, so look out for that. Uh, we had a whole bunch of other stuff, and the title, find out the story, or, or hear the story on the podcast and the blog, um, as to why the title of today's podcast is Seven Dust is in the Bathroom. Yeah, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 1057.com yes. slash bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you know, we, we talked about uh, the new uh, soccer stadium proposal. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We'll see what happens there. That, that apparently is back on the table. Yep. And if you haven't seen the video of uh, what could be kind of encompassing the entire Cardinals season, you can check yeah. out that blog as well. Yeah. On your face. Uh, Patrico, video of the day. Uh, it's another compilation video of Instant Karma. You can check it out for yourself, 1057thepoint.com. You better check that out. All right, Donnie Fandango is next. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. Shout now, Jeremy Housewright. One more time. Yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy Housewright. And he wants to hear this song, so we're doing it. All right, Donnie, next. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Woo! This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.